and welcome to a special episode of Xenochat News Edition. Uh, I am your host, Tyler, along with uh, my co-host, Justin. What's up, everyone? Okay, and we got a, a round table of uh, excellent people here. Uh, first up, we got Chris. Hi. We got B. Hey, hey. We got Mary. Hello. Nick. Excellent. And Feeny. In the not too distant future. <laughs> okay, I don't want to do the entire MST3K song. It's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, special episode because uh, we heard some uh, special news this week. Um, but before we get into our uh, special, special news, let's uh, talk about some uh, quick stuff real quick. Um, well, that was uh, redundant. <laughs> anyway, uh, first up, uh, figuring statuses. Uh, Mary, would you like to go into that? Sure. Uh, so basically, it's just a, an update to say that the Cosmos is still in Stockholm, Miami. Siren is having a rerun, and its the pre-orders is still available. And the newest uh, ID, or rather, ID Zenogears figure <laughs> is still available for pre-order as well. Sweet. I hope we nice. uh, hear more about like. Nia soon since we haven't heard about her. I mean, she looks beautiful, but yeah, I want, I want that release date. I really yeah, this just had their really Wonder Fest right now, and unf- and they the gallery just dropped for that too. And unfortunately, I didn't see Nia in there, so mm-hmm. either she hasn't been shown yet, or she's just not at that event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, next quick news. Um, for the English uh, release of the Final Fantasy Brave Exodus uh, game, there is another uh, Xenogears event running right now. I believe it has... Um, this time, I think it has Id in it as one of the characters. I forget what other characters are in this. Faye? I-, I know I saw Faye, but... Yeah. I, I-, I don't know if there was a third one. I, I thought Graf um... was back. Oh, I know. Oh, go uh, ahead. It has the main playable party, which includes Faye, Ellie, Satan, Billy, Bart, Rico, Maria, and I think Choo Choo. Wow, that's Groff a lot. Okay, yeah, and I do see that Groff is also back as well. So it's, yeah, it's... I haven't... Uh, well, I had downloaded it... Was it last year that they run the first event? I can't remember, but I uh, I had it downloaded then, and then I uh, uninstalled it. So I will need to download it again. But it wasn't bad. Does anyone else play that game? Nope. <laughs> I would probably try it if I played mini phone games in general, but I really just don't play like phone games much at all. No, that's fair. I just downloaded it for the Xenogears, but... Yeah. Yeah. You okay. got games on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, got the, the small news out of the way. The big news, mm. as everyone the knows, at, yes, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was announced! <sighs> Indeed it was, during the Nintendo Direct yesterday, and man, I was not expecting it to get revealed during that. I mean, I had a feeling we were going to see Xenoblade 3 at some point, 
mm-hmm. just wasn't expecting it to be this direct. I, I don't know. I feel <laughs> like my brain felt it because I, I kept being hype all day and I was not able to shut it down. I was like, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen. Same. And then it happened. I was like, what? What? Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> well, wasn't it like just a couple months ago where like we heard rumors, rumor, rumor, yeah. rumor, and then bam, it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. And, take my uh, money now. Just take it. <laughs> I did. I did get a bit emotional, even though I was trying to hide. It was just like, oh my god, I'm so, I'm so happy right now. I know it was, but the music didn't help. The music in the trailer was very good. Oh, so I mean, oh, I mean, what, when isn't it, isn't it yeah. good? Like all music in Zeno was always got tear. <laughs> yeah, it was like the giving me chills kind of shit going on in that one. Yeah. Yeah, and I know I was uh, sitting next to a friend, and I was like, as I was watching that trailer, I was like, "Huh? British voice acting, fantasy and sci-fi elements? It's Zeno! It's Zeno!" Yeah, that's just how a lot of people figured it out. It was just like, "Oh man, I'm hearing British. It must be Zeno." <laughs> See, literally, as it was going, the first scene I saw it go, and I saw the sunset. I was like, "Wow, this looks like the Tornet engine. This is Xenoblade, isn't it?" And then they showed yeah. the man with the flute, and then they played music. I was like, "Ah." Okay. And it's sad because at first I was like, oh, this means Xenoblade X is not going to happen for a long time. And then it just yeah. went away because I was like, oh, it's Xenoblade 3. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah. I, I think I just looked at whenever it closed in on the main dude's face, I was like, wait a second. That that looks a lot like that new the new like models for Shulk. That's got to be Xenoblade. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the music, um, it was confirmed by Takahashi that uh, Yasunori Mitsuda Manami Kyoda, Ace, uh, Kenji Hiramatsu, and Mariam Abunasari. Abun- I'm going to butcher that name. I am sorry. Um, they fine. Basically, like most of the previous composers from the last couple games are going to be returning to do the music for this one. So, yeah, it and should be it right. pretty darn good. They do it right. So how are we remembering names this time? What's what's the trend gonna be? What's this boss name gonna be called? Because we've had oh, yeah. you will recall oh. our names. You will know our names. <laughs> oh, you will play like, our names? What's my name again? <laughs> whose name is it? <laughs> whose name is it? <laughs> yeah, it should be whose name is it or what's my name. That'd be pretty funny too. <laughs> Don't okay. What if they, they did a wink to Gurren Lagan and were like, who do you think we are? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, um, that would be kind of spot on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. But there's so much to absorb from that trailer. Holy snap. Can I Indeed. just say the, the music gave me Nauclium vibes? Oh, yeah. Big time. I'm like, yes. That's my favorite theme. Yes. Just yes. So, um, do we start with the, in the order of her beautiful, ginormous yes. duck? Or, so okay. We, we can talk about this. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Tetsuya Takahashi had this big, um, there's this big article from Tetsuya Takahashi. It was an introduction of Double Chronicles 3 from executive director Tetsuya Takahashi. Mm-hmm. You can find this on Nintendo's official website on mm-hmm. Nintendo.com. I'll try and, to put it in the show notes. Yep, absolutely put it in the show notes. Uh, he talks about the game. He breaks down a couple of things. He briefly mentions the key visual, how 
It features a broken greatsword of Mechanus and the body of the Orion Titan with a gaping wound. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty big right there, then and there. And it looks like they're really kind of trying to bring together what happened after Xenoblade 1 and Xenoblade 2. Yeah. And they He did also make a comment that he said that like, he says, we believe the game will be enjoyable for those who play Xenoblade Chronicles or Xenoblade Chronicles 2, as well as those who will be playing Xenoblade Chronicles game for the first time. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Yeah, you know it's what? interesting that... Yeah, sorry, go on. No, go on. I thought you were done. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. I was going to say, it's, it's interesting that they're saying this is going to be a game for people who've been playing it for the first time. So I guess they expect newcomers to jump in here, but at the same time, they're referencing two very specific things from the last two games. I think that points out how good they are at like world building and lore establishment mm-hmm. in these games. Mm-hmm. They're very confident in what they're telling in this game that people will still be able to enjoy it just mm-hmm. as much, I think. I think they also but- like to throw enough hints back to other things to make people who are playing this one for the first time be like, Okay, now I gotta go back and figure out what's mm-hmm. going on in these other two or something. So what's yeah. also like wild is that he he also says, and I quote, "What I can tell you is that this visual was conceived quite some time ago. More precisely speaking, we came up with it sometime between the de- end of development of Xenoblade Chronicles One and the beginning of development of Xenoblade Chronicles Two. Mm. So it's not something we recently added to the series." Man, this is what I was gonna say, but no, that's actually really interesting because that means it was mm-hmm. either. Before or during the development of Xenoblade Chronicles X, because that wrapped up right before Xenoblade 2 had started. So I'm like, yeah. ooh, that's interesting. That's a that's a very interesting yeah. tidbit. But it also is like, because we would hear these theories of, oh, the worlds are going to meet up together. But then it's also like, oh, no, that's an idea they've had for a while, probably, if they're having this visual for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, so how much of Xenoblade 2 was made with that in mind? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. It's uh, honestly like, uh, and like they they're so good at world building and like having these ideas and just like starting to like pretty much sew their idea in like that and then eventually go boom. <laughs> it's just, well, I I, I pictured them with like a murder board. Like they have different pictures here. Draw the string on one side, string on the other. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, you know how like... people say Kingdom Hearts has been building the story this whole time. This actually does that. I think Kingdom Hearts is a mess, and I don't think as much was actually planned in advance as people think. But this, I I think, is actually doing that. Oh, I like it too. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. The the stories, yeah. Yeah, I I like I like Kingdom Hearts as well. But I'm I'm at the point now where I'm I'm just like whatever, make fun of it. It's fine. It's pretty much. I I need a I need like a roadmap to tell me exactly what's connected to what. The fact that I need to watch twenty videos says a lot. I feel yeah, like Kingdom but... Hearts strength lies more in like how it delivers its like emotional bits in a way. I guess it's like more about the high and low of like the events happening than how does this happen in this order like this. How do you that is true? This? Yeah. But it's nice that Xenoblade can do both of those. Good oh yeah, instead of only time. one. Yeah, it's also kind of interesting that they're saying this because that kind of that kind of makes that previous statement that made really valid with Future Connected. Remember how they were all like, "This is the future of Zeno," and everyone started getting like, "Oh, what do they mean by that?" And then Future Connected came out, and people were just like, "Well, what does this mean?" Oh, I you know what's you what funny? The clothing styles. 
<laughs> this is so funny because I remember 26, like 2017 all year. They're like, this is not an actual sequel to Xenoblade. This is oh, yeah. not a sequel. <laughs> These are not connected. Yeah. And that's exactly what we thought happened happened. And they're doing yep. it. They're just embracing it at this point. I'm like, you know what? All right. Y'all lied. Y'all got me. But all right. I'm here for the ride. Still move forward. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Talk yeah, just usually they faster. don't really connect stuff this particular way, so that's why we're more like, oh, it's probably just a wink or something, mm-hmm. and like, no, they're just going all out with it, and I'm just like, sure, I- I'm I'm here, and I'm even more hyped for it because we're gonna see so many things, like for us as we, yeah, for us as returning player, we're gonna see so many things, and we're gonna recognize so many things. And we're going to get excited at, like, every corner of the map, I feel like. It's just going to be and, so fun. And I think that's that's what the advantages of having this game take on from the worlds that we already know. So we can see, physically see, how the world has changed, how far in the future yeah. they are, how decay has happened, how growth has happened. And that that's that's how a game should be if it's in a sequel. Actually, mm. on that, I also think this game is in a very interesting position development-wise, because Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was built off of the Xenoblade X engine, but Xenoblade X was one of the hardest development things that they've had. Um, so Xenoblade 2, especially with shorter staff, was not very easy. But by making a game that is in the same universe, that also, like, you look at certain screenshots, and you can tell some of the stuff is, like, taken from Definitive Edition, just retouched. They probably could put a lot of time into other things versus just basic asset building, and they don't have to rebuild this entire world from scratch. And I'm like, ooh, yes. I, yes. Yeah, I feel like personally there's a lot of assets that were just like wholesale ripped from the others and re and redone for this. And game, good. If it means yeah. they can focus on other things, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm now, they're that. gonna save a it tremendous amount of time. And like on top of that, like they're gonna give us a nostalgia of trip. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm true. all up for it. <laughs> are they gonna choose... actually make alpha moth interesting <laughs> oh may i dive God, into God. a spoiler really quick go for it all spoilers okay all the time b this may be getting to that territory i'm very oh, sorry i don't, I don't um, care i don't care we had discussion love spoilers i know go. i still feel bad um so don't. i'm we one of those know... weirdos <laughs> We know the big scene at the end of Xeno in the Xenoblade One, the Big Bang. You know, it's a giant revelation that the Earth was reset and they got pulled into some sort of dimension. Xenoblade Two, we had the big revelation that it's literally the same universe, same event, so on and so on. We already know that two times now. So, what exactly is the big revelation going to be? So now I'm wondering, what happened to get these two worlds converging to then end up in this warlike state? What I'm wondering too, what big event. I'm wondering were... too, but like there were already side <laughs> by side dimension type things from well, yeah. my understanding. Yeah. Yes, so yeah, maybe right. something happened and it just merged them back together and mm-hmm. everything so went. This is like, the impression went, I got. You know. So my theory <laughs> is they put Klaus in Sorry. front of another big red button. Oh my god. My <laughs> so the way that I'm viewing it, I always thought that at the end of one and two. One so when one had started, it was basically pulled into like another dimension or created whatever weird Zohar word did you want to use, right? Um, and I had assumed that at the end of that game, they had just been brought 
back, especially since the conduit had seemed to leave Earth. But then this place still has ether. So I don't know. I have a feeling it's back, but I don't know. That's I that's all they, over my head, to be honest. But yeah, I think, I think they basically just got together. back to Earth. Um, rather than it merging together, I think those things just returned back to Earth, especially because... I mean, isn't returning to Earth and Lost Jerusalem a big theme? And I know it's a big theme in Xenosaga. Um, yes, is it as yeah. big of a theme in Xenogears? Kind. No, it isn't. Well, it's, oh, it's part of it, but not. It's okay. kind of. It's much. But eh. Oh, well. Not as much. But basically, exactly. I'm wondering what happened after that because something big had to have happened. And I imagine whatever big, because it feels like it's a Xeno trend at this point. And X, it was the the arm and the Mimeozone reveal. So I have a feeling that's what the big reveal is going to be. And I'm wondering what they're going to do to shock us again. Because we already do know a lot about this world. But at the same time, they're so good at world building that I trust them. I just want to know what it is already. I want to play this yeah, game. Yeah, true. I kind of wish they were like effing with us and, it, and it, the reveal is something like, oh, these two worlds were kind of the same the whole time or just separated by like such a small thread that both that everything that happened in the past two brought them together in the like in the end anyway or something i've always thought yeah that's that what i thought connected like yeah maybe it even has to do with the cloud sea you know mm-hmm. also just to say uh, Fini has uh, her hand yeah. raised <laughs> oh hi oh hi uh we're fine with xenosaga three spoilers right yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think I- almost everyone here has played it well b well, already said we're, we're, that yeah, she didn't spoilers. care so it's cool. I love the spoilers <laughs> laid on me well i mean i was thinking about listener wise but yeah sure like i'm thinking that maybe the big reveal is like i'm trying to figure out how to put this like i know it's impossible at this point but i kind of want the big reveal to be that like at some point the Elsa crew just comes in and is like, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> we were, like, is this, only what like, is this what Lost Jerusalem is like? What the fuck? That's I mean, technically... The series first F-bomb. Technically, isn't it? I mean, it's not obviously the same universe, but Lost Jerusalem is Earth, right? Yes, yes. Technically, yeah. they would oh. be on Lost Jerusalem. Oh, we're you know, we're going to the slippery territory here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we already we already brought up the Elsa crew. We're already on slippery territory. I know. I thought I know. we agreed not to go into this whole like just the Blade Games connected, <laughs> how, not, the, how, not any of the others for now. Okay, one and two. I think one and I two. Think we're, I think we're oh, we pretty we're really broad right now. Let's kind of zoom in more into the, what we know about Xenoblade Three specifically. Oh, maybe right. not. Oh, unless, oh, unless there was something else you wanted to say. Sorry. I also have thoughts about the flute, and you <gasps> mm-hmm. know, at this point, but I'll save that until it's like relevant. Okay. All right. Uh, can I actually? There was something that I wanted to mention earlier because it had to do with that opening statement from Takahashi a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it was okay re- relative to the part about um, the Orion Titan and the Makana's sword next to each other. I just want to point out, I really love that the title screen. It looks like is just going to be since it shows them right next to each other. It's just both Xenoblade One and Two, like exact same like composition set up where it's like oh it's the tilted sword in the ground oh it's the giant fish mm-hmm. and yep. i love and they, they i didn't did think about that at all the, 
Yeah, they did that all throughout the trailer too with certain like shots, like that scene where all those soldiers are running up and it's uh-huh. just like the start of Xenoblade One. Yeah, like, exactly. The There's even I, I saw a Twitter post today where it was even like the exact frame of like the explosion and the the, mm-hmm. the side shot of it. Like it was the exact frame like Xenoblade One. I just but love they, how they, they, they do cinema- that. like use cinematography to mess with us like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you think back of like the ending of Xenoblade 2, like a lot of it was very much like the same type of cinematic and as like the ending of Zeno Saga One. And oh, like yeah. Yeah. they just yeah. love doing that shit, you know? So <laughs> I- I'm not surprised at this point. They they're they're gonna mess up with us with that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're like and we've all seen this trailer obviously, but there are so many little things you can pick at in that trailer. Yeah. And, and they know that we're gonna do that. Like, so mean, let's do that okay, it's a have. much meatier trailer than the first one we got for two too which i mean it's mm-hmm. a lot closer but i mean even then i'd say this was meatier than even like the e3 trailers or anything like that mm-hmm. this yeah, was I so. meaty i was also surprised that they released more details on the actual websites and even on the, the twitter accounts too so that was really cool like i was really happy that we got all the character names like pretty quickly because at yes. first we're all available in japanese and we're all like all right so let's get the names out and in fact when we did this doc i actually had it out in katakana and i was like trying to come <laughs> up with what i thought the english name would be based <laughs> off of that and then like a few minutes later we got the official english one like wasn't there somebody who was that working was on quick. translating the japanese site and then right as like they finished the english site went up yeah something <laughs> like that <laughs> Oh, that was yeah. You know, actually, this much already about each character. Okay. Actually, Lugo Banda had had translated some, I believe, and then mm-hmm. like right as soon as he got his up, they they released the official stuff. Literally, was... like the minute they posted it, they had posted that. I was like, y'all gotta be kidding me! Yes, <laughs> they even so went on Twitter and started making threads. I was like, come on. So, um, we can talk about a little bit about like the world, but before we get to the characters, let's talk about the world real quick. Yeah. The world itself. So it's called Ionios. Ionius. 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 It sounds like Bionis, but Ionius. Yeah, Ionius. I think that's probably how it's pronounced. Ionius. So it's called that, and it looks like there's two main nations there, right? There's mm-hmm. Kevs or Keeves, and there's Agnes. Uh Keeves, I'm going to assume it's pronounced Keeves. Keeves is a nation where mechanical technology was developed. Their armies are composed of units consisting mainly of combat vehicles. They use units of small mobile weapons operated by soldiers riding them. So it looks like this, they're, they're very much kind of like the Mechon. Like it's got that vibe going on for them. Like more they even have vibe. the same armor yeah. from the Xenoblade One army. Actually, it looks very similar to like the what it is does. it called? The yeah, Colony Defense Force. Yeah, the yes. Colony Defense Force. Yeah. It looks a lot like them, but if they were a bit more advanced and yeah. slightly more on the sci-fi side rather than yeah. steampunkish. So yeah, it, it, they really look like almost exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, and like another thing is even some of the armor, kind of like and their technology is kind of reminiscent of Future Connected, like Shulk's little belt thing whatever yeah that yeah is. they had the same yeah. belt thing yeah they all seem to belt. have that yeah and that that's pretty cool mm-hmm. even like the main character's sword kind of reminds me of the future connected sword it's like a mix of yeah. that and i guess yeah. some people have said that like it kind of looks like pyro sword too 
Yeah, I yeah, feel like it's a mix of both. Like, it yeah. looks like a mix of both, really. What place... Sorry, I know we're not talking about characters, but which country is he from? The Noah, the one with the sword. Uh, uh, he's okay. from... He's what? from Kevis. Ke- yeah, okay. Kevis. Yeah. Also, okay. I need to make my obligatory Ave and Kislev joke now, so there you go. Well, yeah. what's interesting about that is I think I, I saw somebody say that... Um, both of these words mean lamb. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he uses Hebrew for it, and Agnes is Latin for it. So. Mm-hmm. There's also I'd like to, without hey. going to spoilers, there are floating islands, and it looks like a floating city that that girl is rail grinding on. So, um, hmm. yeah, interesting. Very. Oh my god, that is something else about the trailer that made me lose my mind. <laughs> we are grinding in Xenoblade. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. It reminded me of Sonic Adventure. I know. I'm like, this is Sonic Adventure now. This is great. I hope that's everywhere and not just in that place. Like, let it be on cities. Let us go on power lines and stuff like that. That would be cool. (laughs) That would be really cool. Also, no fall damage. Hopefully. Hopefully. Really? Yes. Love it. No, no, no. no, 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 That's just me speculating. Don't don't take that as word. I just want that to be a thing. Should we talk about the other nation? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. A- Agnes. So Agnes is a, sh- a nation strong in ether, a magic technology. Their forces are made up of units specialized in ether combat, and they fight in they fight with small mobile autonomous weapons. If they're clad in white and are proficient in ether combat, then they're Agnes. Yeah, and they also seem to have mechs, but their mechs look more like the uh, uh, the mechs that was in the I wrote it somewhere. <laughs> Hold Honestly. on. Oh, the Hyantia tomb, like there was some mechs in there, like yeah, auto defense mech. They look catch. a bit like those. Good they, they look like those shape wise, but then they almost have the armor and stuff. Almost looks like the stuff on the Praetorium, yeah. like especially like the armor on the dragon. Like ooh, I, ooh. I looked at it and I got like some major like Egyptian vibes, and I was just thinking like Cassandra from two a little bit from mm-hmm. a lot of those, yeah like, the armor styles on those ones. Yeah, but they, and can we they talk about their? Oh, sorry. They do have a bit of a Japanese looking style going on too. Like I don't know if it's like a winged torna as well. Well, did y'all see like those masks? They have like demon masks as their like yeah. military outfits. Yeah, yeah. I, I love yeah, it I did. so much. They had like some shogun looking helmets almost. Yeah. Can I just point out like the two different nations? One is dressed mostly in black. One is dressed mostly in white. Mm-hmm. Pokemon yes. Black and White remake confirmed. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> May I also, to, to come back to the comparison of Xenogears uh, a bit, like, the the people of the sky were in white, and the people called the lambs, like, had more, like, armors that were a bit darker, too. <laughs> Aren't they both lambs? Yeah, mm, yes. both are lambs. In yeah, fact, it might... But in this case, they're both lambs, but, but it's, just, it's just to say that, like, there's... Like, the two sides have the same-ish color scheme yeah. going on, mm. and it's interesting. I'm very curious to hear the official pronunciation for all these like names. Because yeah, I because I have no idea. They, they I have no idea. I don't in the trailer, so you got that one. Okay, so that, that's good. I, I actually missed that. <laughs> it's one of the first things that uh, Noah says, actually. Perfect. So I guess with that, we can briefly talk about the characters since like, we really don't know that much about them. We do know what they look like, which is great. And we They're know very names. Pretty. They are very pretty. I they actually are. really like the designs. Um, and just like as a general comment, it seems like a nice mix of 
Xenoblade 1, 2, and even Cross. They look extremely strong first impression. Which, they might be like my favorite design-wise characters same, the series has same, come same, out same. With so far. And oh yeah, my god, I love these designs. Yeah, and it's still it, by the designer of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, uh, Saito. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that they have more than one outfit, so... Yeah, that too. Like that—that's something that's gonna be back. The fashion stuff, uh, fashion like. gear, please. Yeah, yes. I'm super excited for fashion gear and customizable everything. Honestly, yes, I'm yes. all for that. Like, I, I like the costumes in two, but I really appreciate the fact that we're back to just normal fashion gear, normal mm-hmm. armor, changing the outfits. I really miss that. Yes, I and an- and another well. thing about the characters that I, I thought was kind of nice was that like. The English names are very close to the Japanese names. It's not even strip the same. No, actually, they're pretty much the same. I haven't this actually time. looked at the yeah, Japanese they're the names. They're, they're oh, the that's, same. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like even the Japanese names were all like in katakana. It was just like a yeah straight straightforward translation. Looks like the only thing they've really changed then is the name of the continent, and the only thing they really did is they made it I-O instead of A-I-O-N, which kind of makes you wonder if Ion is maybe involved, but I'm not going to get into it. It kind of sounds like Ion and Bionis, but I'm oh, not going to get to it. It's okay. really tough to know with like the localization mm-hmm. process on this, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Like, it could, that could be the aim mm-hmm. for all we yeah. know. Yeah, that, that's probably how they wanted it to be pronounced, but yeah. well, who knows. Oh. Um. Anyways, so the main character's name is Noah. I know somebody in the server had made a comment about how, well, that's kind of like Xenogears and how that was called Project Noah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, his name is Noah and he's a main protagonist, soldier of Keeves. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna say Keeves, whatever. That's fine. Uh, he's an offseer who mourns he's for soldiers who've lost their lives on the battlefield. That's really interesting to me. I I yeah. like that too. He definitely seems. I don't want to say. I don't want to say he seems more mature than previous Xenoblade protagonists, mm-hmm. but maybe it's more so that he's more somber, which is yeah, honestly somber, the whole like cast less, seems a bit more mature. Slightly mm-hmm. less optimistic seem, in some ways, I guess. They mm-hmm. seem older too. Yeah, yeah well, I'm wondering about the age, like a lot. Watch him still be like 16. <laughs> I if what is the name of the gray guy, Lons? If he is, <laughs> if that man is 16, I'm going to scream. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> I I'm so tired of it. Please just I, if the one girl with the hammer. Sorry, I know we're gonna head. If the one girl with the hammer is a teenager, whatever. But this cast looks older. Let them be older. I I really do. The older I get, it's much easier to relate with older characters. Just you just time. know yeah. that the girl with the hammer is going to be the oldest person in your party. She's going to be fifty four. Watch. <laughs> she's yeah. got a she's got a core crystal. Watch her be like three hundred or something. Yeah, yeah. she's three hundred. No, I mean, no. granted, there. Well, this is getting ahead. There is something on her chest that may say something about age, but we'll talk about that when we yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We we will because we actually have quite a bit to say about that. Oops, I yeah. gave it away. <laughs> All right, well, you're, so you already uh, talked about uh, lands. Is, is it, is yes. it pronounced Lance? It's not like I think Lance, it's is it? Lance. I think it's Lance. Yeah. I, I think uh, that's how it's going to be pronounced. Oh, like, how is Lance going to have a sword? Where his name was like Osiris, and I figure it's just Lance. Yeah, somebody had said that he kind of looks like a Malthus mixed with Adam, and I actually think 
I see a little bit of ego on him because of like the way his True. face is. Mm, okay, True. yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Upon closer inspection, too, he's got a lot of like robot lines on him. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, he's got that same symbol on his. It's on his chin. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna talk about yes. We're gonna talk about that symbol in a second. Once we okay. once we talk about uni, we'll we'll talk about the symbol because okay. we'll, we'll, that's what we'll do. We'll Wait, we'll group each character. Yes. So there's three oh. characters from one nation. Three characters from the other nation. Noah, Lance, and Uni are all from Kiev's, and Mio, Senna, and Tyon are from Agnus or Agnus. Oh, not me theorizing already. I have a point when we get the Tyon. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. Uh, Lance is an ally of Noah's who wields a great sword that doubles as a shield. I actually missed that detail. Okay. So, it's also a shield. So, he's basically Ryan. Yeah. yeah it's he's basically Ryan time. <laughs> It's Lance time. Lance time. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's Lance time now. Lance time. <laughs> We're gonna have a clock <laughs> that has both Ryan and then it goes to Lance time. I think the only thing that Lance says in the trailer is, "I refuse to believe you're him." So I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> okay, and then next up we got Uni, a childhood friend of Noah and Lance, who has a sharp tongue and rough personality. She specializes in healing her allies in battle. I'm gonna say right away, she gives me Shion vibes, and I love her because that's of that. what I thought too. Yeah, like when I, I first really saw her, her in that, I was and I saw like her outfit. I was like, "Is this like episode three Shion?" Like, She's got darker beginning. hair in the trailer too. So she like, does it have really does look like yeah. That's reason, another thing. Color in the trailer. That's another thing that's kind of weird to me is that the art, like the actual concept art, she has like lighter hair and like mm-hmm. white wings. I but in the trailer, say- her hair is dark and she has black wings. I wonder if it's just a change that happened midway, if it's something that happens in the story that it ch- changes her look or something. We only see her in dark areas in the trailer, right? I was thinking it was mostly lighting, but I did that's notice that like right away. No, no. No, no, no. no there's, there's, a, there's a scene where it's in the light, and she's still got like black oh, wings. Yeah, and I was like, exactly. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And, yeah. And also, well, we could also factor in this is since this is the first trailer. Maybe things will change later. Since that is very true. Perhaps, Blade perhaps, Two yeah. definitely mm-hmm. changed after its first trailer, but oh my god, see. yes, <laughs> that is entirely true. And also, can we talk about her weapon? Oh, what like, is so it's cool. like. A gun it's the definition of I'm a healer, but yeah, right. <laughs> like she's ready. She is going to not only heal you, but shoot you into oblivion. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Work. That's what I. It looks like it's a sniper, but then you have the wings. So I'm like, how does she hold that to actually shoot? So like, now she she almost reminds me of like a mix of uh, Fiora and. Uh, Oh gosh, Charla? I've forgotten her name. Charla, thank you. Congrats on the marriage and the babies. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Dora, Charla, Melia, all that together. Yeah. Oh my god. God, they even share a weapon. Oh my god. Yeah. I also like that she's she's like wearing sneakers too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I really like her jacket. Functional actually. outfits. Yeah, she got a hoodie. Yeah, that that's it's, it's a neat it's a neat outfit really cool. for sure. The colors are yeah, like so is. good. Mm-hmm. And uh, another thing I really really like color wise, especially on the 3D model, is like the gradient in the eyes. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. Like sh- she has a gradient in her eyes, and it's just so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. That is one thing that I absolutely I I have a lot of thoughts on the art of Xenoblade 2 and it's not as simple as it is with a lot of people. But one thing that I love 
is the eyes. I think they did a very good job oh. of colors and gradients in the eyes. Mm-hmm. And this game is taking that to the next level. And I'm 100%. like, 100. Oh, yeah. oh, like, so nice. People talk about, you know, people talk about a lot of things about Pyra's design, but one thing that just gets me with her are her eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're striking. And yeah. I'm, and I feel like they're going to be striking in this game, too. One thing that I like as a general comment about um, a lot of these characters that we've seen, like the, this, the artwork here, I, there's a lot of, like, wear and tear on, like, the armor and the weapons, and I like that they drew those details in. See, there's stuff like that, and then there's also stuff I love from Xenoblade 2, where the stitching and stuff is so detailed. Like, if you zoom in on some of these outfits, you can see every little detail. Yeah, like, look at Senna, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, that's... Oh, I love her. We'll get to to Senna in a bit, but yes. We'll we'll get to Senna in a bit, but yes. Thank you. Saito's okay, talents so, have been reigned in a very good way, and I'm very happy with this development, and I am much more a fan of this. It's very nice. So to yeah. talk about like these characters, that that particular trio, um, one interesting thing that they all have become actually before I get to that, also uh Noah's pose is just straight up the main character from SMT4. Like it is. <laughs> yeah. Bring on the they just, they straight up rip that off. <laughs> Psycho. I love his jacket. I want to buy his. Oh yeah, his jacket is awesome. I I do really like that. It really is. Is this but... the first Zeno protag with an outfit that isn't polarizing? Because Shulk's it's it's the Wii, so it's all kind of like weird-ish looking at first. Rex, we know the debate about Rex's outfit. I feel mm-hmm. like everyone actually loves this off the bat. Yeah, like, no complaints. Yeah. You know, now that I like look closely at this. Um, the shirt that he's got underneath the jacket—it's kind of like Shulk's. Yeah, actually, a different color. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. It's very close to Shulk's thing, especially the future connected one. Yeah, but the top is like—it's got it got a bit of a V at the top. Yeah, that—that's interesting, does. actually. Huh. I feel like this one they really upped the like upped the style to the max with like the clothing, especially from mm-hmm. what I'm seeing because it's yeah. like some of this stuff is just like just fantasy enough but also just modern enough that i feel like oh yeah we could wear this stuff and it looks oh, yeah. almost yeah. normal <laughs> yeah it's also got that aspect one thing that i even if i don't like the outfit like for example rex's outfit it's a bit something um but it's very functional it very it tells what he does it shows his yeah. life mm-hmm. very well It still does that in this while making it feel like they actually can live their day-to-day life in this. Like, it feels a lot more... uh, How can I say this? It feels like they picked these outfits out rather than it's a uniform that they were given for their job. Does that make Mm. sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Got form and function. Yeah. Good. All right, so the thing about that particular trio um noah lands and uni is that they all have a certain symbol so lands uh, not lands uh noah has a symbol like right on the back of his right hand uni has it on her chest um and lance has it on his chin so i'm not sure what that symbol is supposed to represent i'm gonna assume it's something to do with being in and Keeves or maybe being part of that army. Maybe that's what it is. It's like a mark. I feel mm-hmm. like it could be that, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get free Apple Pay if you live in Keeves. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, just scan the back of your hand or whatever. There you, you go. The mark. Scan your chest. Yeah. Yanni has to put her full chest into the scanner. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
Yeah. Any, what do you guys think about that little marking? I I almost wonder if it's like a birthmark of the people of those races. Because it's interesting. Because, I mean, we have someone who's very obviously a Hyentia. We have right. someone who was very possibly a Machina. And someone who's very likely a Homs. So the fact that this carried out throughout all of those, I'm very curious mm. what this means. Especially mm-hmm. because... Maybe it's like a branding of sorts, because if the vibe that I'm getting, especially when you consider the ending of two, the other magic nation may be somewhat hoarding ether and stuff like that. So I imagine there's some sort of hierarchy or classism in place. So maybe it's a branding like that. Perhaps. Yeah. Mm. I also have like this thing that I just kind of thought of, but you know how we saw in the trailer, there was that other guy on the stage playing the flute and he had a different the blonde on one. Hand. Yeah. The blonde guy. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and his was like a different symbol. It looked like to me for, and I, it, the one is, is the one on Lance's chin, like the same as what the same shape is like what uni and like, uh, I think Noah all have. three of them it are slightly like different. I was well, they're like turned at different like, angles, but because like, what if like they the brought back symbol. like types or something? And those are like representative. Actually, no, these types. are different. Yeah, well, these are, are slightly different on each yeah, person. I was say, I'm it looked like they were slightly different to me, but I might've just looked wrong. And I was thinking, well, what if it's what if it's either like different occupations, or what if there's like elemental ether types again, and like that denotes that or something like that? But I, who knows? Like that's just me taking a shot in the dark that I just kind of came up with off the top I of see. my head. So like the center thing where the red is on Lance is a bit bigger than it is on Uni. Yeah. Interesting. And then the bottom of it is obscured on Noah. So actually, the bottom and the side on the right or the left that is. Although at the same time, they're all soldiers, so maybe it's also a branding toward like what type what of rank they are, or yeah, what type of too. support attacker or whatever they mm, are within okay. the ranks. It, yeah, it could, could also be. be something like that. Yeah. Oh, that would like, hurt. Maybe they Imagine have if instead. Of, Sorry. So, oh, sorry. Um, basically, I was thinking maybe they have some kind of ranking a bit like Zellblade X, where like you pick your profession and you you follow that group. Basically, like it, it could be something similar, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to join Blade. Imagine being forced to join Blade, and they surgically alter your hand, chin, or titty. Like, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> You, you wow, get a choice of where it goes? I sure hope. <laughs> if that's the case, I mean, we, we need to talk about why you put it there. Yes, <laughs> Feeny. Uh, reminds me a bit of... Vaguely, like, going outside of Xeno, it vaguely, vaguely reminds me of the LC mark and... 13. Yeah, oh, actually, I was thinking yeah. of something like that. I really think, I, 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 the military ID, I think, is very possible, but I really do think it has some sort of, like, there's some sort of magic branding effect to it. There's something not great there. That's yeah, why I was true. thinking, I like, feel like that's going to be a like point. A type, typing and thing for, like, ether usage, even. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, sorry if I I didn't know that you were starting talking at first. You're fine. Don't oh, uh, go on, Feeny. No, I was just remarking about the flute, which we'll get to. Oh, okay, okay. Well, what were you saying, Nick? 
Oh, I was just I was just adding to um I believe uh, it yeah I think it was Cosmos that made the or Chris that made the comment about um like a certain kind of like uh typing of that sort of like the like Feeny brought up with the foul C thing from Final mm-hmm. Fantasy thirteen just mm-hmm. like it being like a mark of like the type of magic they use potentially or something like that. Oh, I think that I was, was uh Mary. Oh, was that oh, okay? I'm sorry. Yeah, anyway. it was me. <laughs> But yeah, I guess we should, should we talk about the characters of the other side? Yep, yeah. we absolutely can. Now, so we've got Mio. Meow. Which, we are Meow, yes. We're, the which, other protagonist of the story. Which yes. is interesting that they noted it as other protagonists of the story. I mean, maybe that's, maybe I'm over analyzing that but i wonder if maybe sometimes the story will be split between mio and noah but i wonder if they're gonna do something similar to like uh scarlet nexus oh i i didn't quite play that very far yet so i was about to compare it to tales of Xillia, where Mm. where like you had you had a choice between like the two it, protagonists. That's exactly what Scarlet Nexus does. But, yeah. But mm-hmm. like but like you would basically see the story through the eyes of that mm-hmm. protagonist. Yep. But yep. then if you pick the other you would see the other perspective. So yep. I wonder if, if that's what's gonna happen here. That's exactly you know what I like want? Scarlet Nexus. I feel like because yeah, the way okay. that you can basically play as any character in in this game once you get them in your party. It's yeah. pro- like even if they do that, I feel like they'll converge fairly early. Mm-hmm. You know what they what could do? They could do something more because we all, let's be honest, people replay these games like crazy. They could do something more like um, near and near Automata, where when you go through, you get different characters, but an entirely different perspective to said story alongside maybe extra content maybe we could have the whatever because uh, let's be honest torna did really well i imagine there will probably be something similar to that um they could even mm-hmm. make something like that unlock through that but i could see us having a game first playthrough go through as noah take care of everything nia is important but you don't go through as her second run through it's by her her perspective go through i don't think they do it for all six that's overkill no but I could no, see them doing it for the two protagonists, thing. absolutely. But uh, another thing that... Run. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm pretty much done. Go on. Okay, another thing that Zillia was doing was basically... Like, whenever the party was all together, it was pretty much the same, except you would hear the thought of the one you chose. But if... Like, there was some a lot of places in the story where the party would get a bit more split up, and you wouldn't know where the other main character went or what they did and like I I think that's that would be also an interesting way of doing it is if you pick X character or the other one like you'll see there's perspective but like you'll also you'll also have to play the other one if you want to see what happens and the bits that they're not there (laughs) maybe that that could also be interesting yeah granted this is trailer oh sorry Uh, no, you go ahead. Trailer... Oh, thanks. <laughs> I was going to say in the trailer, it seems to, uh, well, like, it's one of the big sh- big scenes in the trailer, it seems to be that uh, Noah and Neo meet in battle. Like, they're fighting mm-hmm. each other. And I'm just wondering if that's going to be, like, an early on thing, because most of the trailer shows them, like, together 
after that, True. like just learning about each other and things like that, it seems like mm-hmm. like him. It looked a lot to me like he was showing her like the stuff on the flute and just various other things. So I'm, I mean, while I think it would be cool if they separated the stories and did that, and maybe they still will from what they've done in the past, I get the feeling that that's just like an early on thing, how they meet. And then you just kind of see everything just by the way these games have been structured in the past. It might just be that they're both like main characters and Mm -hmm. they're just both very important to the plot. A bit like Rex and Mitra Pyra were. And like, they just, you just will have both in one in one run. (laughs) Yeah. That was just pure speculation on my part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah honestly, no, no, that's okay. You're not the you're not the only one who, who threw that in. Actually, I saw a few Twitter posts today that were mentioning, oh, maybe that could be a possibility. So mm. I, I think it's a good point. Mm. Well, also, Monolith has really been trying to do that recently. Like Xenoblade X, there's you, but there's also Elma, who's really the main protagonist. Let's be honest. But then you have Xenoblade Two, you have Rex and Pyra. Future Connected elevated Melia to the same, pretty close to the same status, if not higher than Shulk in that. Um, yeah. So I would. Yeah, I it's feel like Melia was the main character in Future. Oh yeah, Connected, absolutely. Shulk kind of got shafted, but you know he he's got to yeah. come along, I guess. He, yeah, I'm he's okay he was him. really just there for the ride in that one. Oh yeah, his story was pretty much done. He was he was on vacation basically. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, just following nice. Melia to help her out. You know, he's just there <laughs> to raise Nene and whatever the other Nopon's name is because I did Kino. Kino. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Quality Kino. Yeah, uh, <laughs> support. Her that game and it's great oh i still yeah. need to finish future connected hmm. i know yeah, exactly so. what it's happened good. i just never finished it but yeah <laughs> mio is i mean she's basically just a uh officer just like noah um you could put and her she's in water fa- and it flavors it <laughs> and i've seen oh, she's been, there's she's also very popular on twitter fan artists because every- <laughs> oh going- yeah like the you get in the cat girl, they're gonna go crazy. Off, man. Yeah. People, I don't know how some of y'all get these things done so quickly. Yeah, like, like, like I saw some of them. They were they had like crazy colors and renders, and I was just like, "How do you do it? Like, are, are y'all just like breaking your wrists for this stuff? Like, <laughs> yes, what? yes. Do you see all these artists with and, arm braces? And yes, breaking and, and breaking their tablet along with it almost because also, they yeah. they swipe directly with their pen. Oh my god! But yeah, like this game on the topic of Mio. Exciting mm-hmm. about this too is just that like um, Mio seems to have like, like it really from that trailer it really feels like it's not just the one main character. It's not just Noah. It feel, yeah. really feels like Mio is just as like front and center as Noah mm-hmm. from the way that was portrayed in the trailer anyway. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Oh, uh, well, first I had a point, but I was going to actually respond to your point. Um, I honestly think she could be more important than Noah, because if you look at Xenoblade 2, while Rex is the protagonist, really pyre and mithra are a lot more important especially when you get to torna it's very much her story um (laughs) so i wouldn't be surprised if she i wouldn't say more important but if she has pretty much exactly the same importance as him um but what i I was gonna mention was gonna kind of segue a little bit but did y'all notice her little uh not thingy on her waist because that's very torna-y that gives me like um yeah what's her name 
Oh no, I forgot her name. Laura. Yeah, but Laura? I think Laura. Thank you. Oh yeah. my god, I'm sorry. But I'm so I tired. think that goes no, to say, uh, like all of the armors and like kind of like a lot of the clothes of some of the people on that side seems to have a lot of slight Japanese influence, like Torna had. So I, I think it's more like the the design choice of adding these robes was a bit of that, but. Yeah. Well, I was more gonna say while it looks like Torna, it also straight up looks like Nia's outfit. That was more my point. Like it has that the too. exact yeah. same folding and everything. The pleated skirt. I was like, oh, oh. I mean, she already. Let's be honest. She already looks like her. There's probably something going on there. Um, mm-hmm. But the outfit they took everything that was amazing about Nia's outfit and gave her a hoodie. I was like, ooh, yeah. yes. And she has also- the chakrams back. The mm-hmm. best weapon in Xenoblade 2 is She has a chakra, oh. but also, 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 she she has a core crystal at the exact same spot as Nia. And also, can we talk about the type of core crystal that is? Because if we look at Senna and other characters, that's not a normal core crystal. Yeah, indeed. No, it isn't. Nope. I don't want to say that she's a flesh eater, but what what's going on? Because that's definitely right. a core crystal we have typically associated with that. They got different shapes yeah. for sure. They and different colors. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Except I, I, I admitted in the Discord that I get confused between flesh oh, eaters and blade eaters. I to mix be them fair, up all the time. The game doesn't do a great job explaining them. To be honest, like it does in side content, but when you're going through the story and everything, my first time, I was like, "Oh, she's a what? Oh, he's a what? Huh? Huh?" <laughs> And like three years, well, actually, it's not. Oh my god, it's been five years. Oh lord, yep, uh, five, five years, years later, December. I guess. Five years later, I'm understanding it now, but it's also just like I still confuse it. To be honest, like they're <laughs> interesting names to say the least. They're merged between blade and humanoid at somehow place yeah. thing. thing. Yep. Yeah. The difference is if the human has a core crystal, or if the blade. Eat something they shouldn't have. They get an upset stomach. Oh, they just have have IBS. Choose faster and core crystal turns red. Yeah. God. Well, it could be like the if thinking about if it is like a a flesh eater. Sorry, gotta get the right term. The flesh eater, like that could symbolize the blood of the humans because I'm assuming that blades don't have blood. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we ever... We see Pyra get cut in two, but she doesn't bleed, does she? But that's different. No, sh- don't think she does. I don't know. Who knows? That's but another I, topic for another day. Uh, at the same yeah. time, I don't. Did they even show blood in Zelda Two? I forget. I think they do, but it's like yeah, black blood. And and yeah. Ricky had a nosebleed. Not Ricky. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other one. Sorry, Tora. I Tora had a nosebleed, a big time one. While we're talking about Mio, and this is something we're going to bring up later, of course, but she has a very interesting symbol on her chakram, huh? I wonder what that's about, that weird creature eating its tail. Hmm. Oh. Oh, Oh, she's not alone there. (laughs) Hmm. What an interesting segue. Um... Well, well, uh, we still well, have some other characters to actually go through as well. Yeah, let's talk do. about yeah. Senna. Including Senna. Senna, who also has that same symbol on her hammer. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. She and she also has a core crystal, which is a normal a core crystal. Core crystal. I love Senna's hair. It's like I do too. It's like Bridget. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw yeah. someone post on Twitter. It was like, "Congratulations for more Bridget, and Bridget and have a yeah. baby." Yeah. <laughs> well, then it's in this. Can I can I theorize a little bit about the Ouroboros thing? Or oh, wait a second, because it is in her design. Well, let's. Well, we'll, we'll get back to it. We'll, we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about Ion, okay. and then we'll we'll get to it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, also, I yeah. Oh, just. I was gonna say I really like uh, her design as well. Uh, it's it's really grown on me, and again, I love the detailing on like her uh, knee pads right there. I like how there's wear on it and wear on like the little hammer that she's got. Mm-hmm. Little hammer. Little it's it's like little size, big hammer. Little oh, little like, big hammer. You know, <laughs> she's hammer. she's yeah. gonna bunk all of the enemies. Big hammer, of like the best moderator ever. Wow. I hope that like I do hope that hammers are better in this game than they were in Xenoblade Two. Yeah, they were so yeah. slow in that one. They the were. fact that the only good hammer was a sword says that there's a giant problem mm-hmm. with hammers in Two. So please, please learn from your mistakes. I like her liquid cooling system that goes across. Her I thought that was ether or something. Was it? There was yeah. a blade that had lines. Or am I thinking all blades? Did all blades have lines? Two blades have lines. I mean, even Nebra has a lines. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them have yeah. lines. Have yeah. like the neon lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do like the neon bits. Those are. Oh, and yeah. That's those. actually one of the coolest parts about the blades. She also kind of gives me like Yuffie vibes a little bit. Yeah, like I was thinking the same. Stuff. I was thinking like a mix of Yuffie and uh, Tifa, especially with the sporty yeah. gear and the arm pads, especially. Yeah. And that yeah. whole attitude and her posture there. She's going yeah, golfing. She just got, sure. she just shot it off. She's going looking off golfing. into the distance. <laughs> with your head. Golfing That's with your head. That's actually a giant golf club. I actually hope that if, if we don't get chain attacks and we get special attacks back, I really hope one of hers is just beating the shit out of someone like she's going golfing. Just... <laughs> They should just rip the, so the hammer moves from yes. the Mario Luigi games for her, Wait, honestly. Her hammer kind of looks like wheels. I wonder if she can ride it like a scooter. Hmm. Uh, oh it's a my segue. god, that would, that would be so be... fun. That'd be cute. It's a segue. I can't unsee that now. Oh no. Uh, yeah, you like have to draw it, Nick. Like, you gotta oh, draw yeah. it. Yeah. Segway. You know, it even looks like the little thing at the tip of the handle can, like, extend or something like that. Maybe it turns into actual handles for going like a scooter. Wow. All right. (laughs) I'm riding with this now. That's hilarious. Or maybe, like, the the other end of it, like, it has a small wheel in it. She rides it almost like a like a broom or something, and it just, like, drives on three wheels. God. Maybe. Wow, this right. is some crazy speculation. This is like way too. This is way too much. We can't go this far. With it's this. Okay, we don't need to okay. talk about those two returning characters that everyone is theorizing about. This is the please, important theory. Please, please, we got to talk about the last character. Please. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Next, next up, and he's probably the coolest one too. He is. Oh yeah. Easily my favorite character of the bunch, but Tyon. Yes. Tyon. Oh, them. actually, uh, yeah, yeah. We didn't we didn't read Senna's description. This one was this soldier is an ally of Mio and Tyon. Despite her petite figure, Senna wields immense physical strength. Yep, we definitely can see that. Anyways, over to Tyon. <laughs> they, didn't, Tyon. they didn't say too much about Tyon. It just says a tactician who fights alongside Mio using his smarts and insights and paper airplanes. It's yeah, like they're like little. Yummy. 
Yeah, and he, yeah. He wants to duel because he has a duel thingy on his head. Yeah, he yeah. he has like this yeah. really cool talent. It's like almost talismans that he's flinging out, and like they can turn into different things. And I really like Tyon and that yeah. scarf. I, I am a sucker for scarves. Yeah, and this he's just really gets cool. me. Stuff like, that really makes you like, a oh. scarf. Scarves since and you brought up the scarf, since he well, we scarf can come straight. back to this, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to summon a blue dragon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a red white blue dragon. <laughs> what, what, what were you saying, Chris? Uh, this kind of ties into all three of the characters, so I guess we can segue, but it's interesting. The other two characters have core crystals, very exposed mm-hmm. core crystals, and the Ouroboros symbol. This guy has a scarf near his neck where the other characters have core crystals, so I'm like, hmm. There's actually hmm. a shot in the trailer of him with it off, but he has another like piece of clothing covering. So yeah, it, is it like a is tell. the black shirt like a turtleneck? Yeah, it's oh. like a turtleneck hmm. thing. Yeah, That's I absolutely like how Nia had the giant hoodie and everything. I hmm. absolutely expect that to be what's going on here. But then I also granted his arm is turned the other side, so I guess we just don't know. Do we see if he has the little symbol on his weapon at all? Uh, everything is, is shining so quickly in in the trailer yeah. it's really hard to see mm. there is a very brief shot of him in the trailer that i saw where you can kind of see the front of his dual disc thingy on his arm okay but, but it's I shining could, at that time that's the thing could, could not Wait. tell i'm so sorry to go back i just realized um mio has these really cute like golf um gloves like the really short ones that only go up like half the hand I'm sorry. I, I love those. They're very Pokemon, especially with the hoodie, and I think it's really fucking cute. Oop, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, I they showed Tyon for like five seconds, but I love him. Yeah, yeah Tyon's probably too. my favorite in design in the cast so far. It's between him mm-hmm. and um, Mio. I'm I'm pretty big on Tyon too, as far as like the designs go. I think he's also my favorite him and i'm having i'm like it's too hard to choose honestly but he's definitely one of my favorites i love this reader die ninja i wonder if he's gonna fulfill like the almost like morag archetype of the group the knowledgeable like rational one of the group and that makes me very interested for what he's got going on because they don't tell us much at all um so he's probably the one i'm the most excited for story-wise because i feel like they're very purposefully hiding a lot yeah, I already saw people making memes comparing him to Satan, but I think it might be a bit too early for those kind of comparisons. Um, but yeah, that one we'll, seems we'll, a little bit stretchy. But right, we don't right. Have yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peeps on Twitter be like, "That's done, Ben over there." <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, do we want to get into more general uh, impressions about the trailer? And... Sure, we can go into those uh, messy bullet points uh, yes. that we were throwing. Yes, yes. These will be very messy because we're basically throwing them as we were like dissecting <laughs> the trailer yesterday. <laughs> yeah, these, yeah. Are, these are a lot less organized, not that we're that organized to begin with, but... Mm-hmm. These are just more of like things we notice in the trailer. They're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like shiny collectibles are back. 
Yay! Maybe we get the Wikipedia too. More shinies. <laughs> I did actually have more to say about the setting, but I think we'll probably cover that here anyway. So. Sure. Yeah. If we say something where you want to talk about it, then just feel free to jump in. Yeah, no problem. I just wanted to bring that up just because so, we're so organized right now. Yeah, okay. this seems like to be a bigger emphasis on sea travel, which is kind of neat. You get like this weird, like, I don't want to say it's a boat, but it because it looks like more than just a boat. But, yeah, it's like a mini ship, but at the same yeah. time, we don't know if it's going to do more than that. Like, exactly. It, it could I'm, very well be a vehicle that can transform as a ship and right. as like an actual vehicle on land, too. Finally, we don't have to swim. Speaking of swimming, looks like <laughs> they enhanced the swimming. Now we can do dolphin jumps? What? Dolphin that is great. cool. We can jump out of the water. <laughs> Next up, we also got to see a look at Vandom, or at least I'm going to call him Vandom because it, it, it's he Vandom. looks a lot like Vandom. He's no, very much the Vandom of, of that thing. <laughs> there are a lot of really ridiculous theories out there. There's been people on Twitter saying, "Oh, that's Rex, actually," and what? I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> "What?" I saw that. I was like, "Wow!" Y'all okay. need to chill with that type of shit. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I can tolerate oh, a lot. That, that's too much. <laughs> But also, what happens if that if that does have anything to do with him? And I don't think it is him. Literally, where does melanin go? Why did y'all take my man's melanin? Where to go? <laughs> yeah, th- there's another character that people said was Rex as well. Um, the the, the <laughs> Napon later on with the <laughs> oh, yeah, the Shonen protagonist Napon. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was that dinosaur in the background actually. <laughs> yeah, a T Rex maybe. Okay, so exactly. other than that, looks like we're look we're back to having four characters in your party. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. That is exciting. Likey, assuming that they actually are party members and they're not like you know like the blade system where you have like somebody count as one party slot. Oh, right, I didn't think about right. that. Yeah, like, but it, it, it could be like Corna, but who knows? It feels like in this one, it's really going to be four party from yeah. the looks of it. We haven't seen actual combat, right? We just saw the four we party didn't members see roaming. Combat. The we saw yeah. running. Yeah, okay. we've just seen we saw running. running. So we yeah. No clue okay. on combat. So we got some very familiar areas, like the Maca- like some people were saying they saw the arm, the fallen arm. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, there was absolutely falling off, fallen yeah. arm. That, there was an area in that boat scene, Raya. actually, that looks like, yeah. looks like Letharia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um... I also want to point out that uh, I love the bit where the fallen arm looks like it's in a deserty kind of area, and yes. it really reminds me of Oblivia from Xenoblade Cross in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, it's not on here because we noticed after, but another familiar area we see in the trailer is uh, oh god, will I be able to pronounce this? The left. Uh, hold on, Lefaria? let me. Yes, that. Like, okay. there's there's a part of that that seems to be literally on the other shore whenever the boat is going around. Like, there's a part of that that seems to be literally there, and it was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. This is something I wanted to say a little earlier, but on the note of the boat in that area, one thing that I really wish Xenoblade 2 had was, like, not sea travel, because it's a cloud sea, but, like, just being able to actually go in between them, and this looks like it's maybe doing that, and I'm so excited. Even if it's just True. boat travel and ch- map chunks, 
rather than being able to go throughout the whole world. I think that's yeah. going to do a lot for immersion. And I'm very excited for whatever that area is. Um, to be honest, I'm excited. Too. I'm excited for any type of exploring like that. Because if there's something I miss from a lot of older games was like to be able to go around with a vessel. And like, for example, Xenoblade X did that with Max. And I was so excited to be able to fly around and like do whatever. So I'm kind of hoping we have something similar going on here. Where we can go around with something. Because so that actually kind of it's, it's just up. so fun. Oh yeah, uh, that actually kind of brings up a thing I wanted to ask all of you guys. Um, do you guys think this will be a like fully open world, or do you think maybe I I had kind of like this theory since there are like two different like countries, it might be two like like a an open world, but like basically halved or something like that potentially. I would it's love possible. that. Yeah, I think I that would, would be kind of like a really that. cool mix between where they were with like both Xenoblade One and Two and and like Xenoblade Cross. Like that would be, I would be like super cool with that if it was just like, oh yeah, you've got two gigantic maps that are not like, not like maybe not like as big as Xenoblade Cross <laughs> or something as a whole, but like you've got two big maps and that's all. Like and they're all, all the places in them are connected. Well, I would love it, but robots. I do have to say, with how Xenoblade 2 really prioritized like performance, especially handheld performance with some of the things that it was taking into account, I do wonder if they would be a bit afraid to do something like that, but I really want them to do it anyways. I kind of no, wish yeah. they would not focus on that as much with certain things. Um, so let's hope, because I really want that. I think... <laughs> meeting a nice middle ground would be a very nice way to satisfy the people who want that game style back anyways especially if it is further off which it's looking to be um yeah bring bring back the robots bring Please. back the robots. oh my god hold on i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry the second i saw a mechanism i was like ooh, and i was like ooh, ooh, ooh. but then they're talking about how the one group they ride like little mechs and the other group they more like control ether mechs but at the same time please let them go in some sort of fucking cave or something find some ancient robots please give this party robots i just want robots back please yes please, i want please, robots please. back which... too i miss them i love them i want to i, I want to no like drive with my robot all the time and no more insurance please, no more insurance Fuel is all right, <laughs> but no more insurance. I can tolerate fuel, but if y'all put insurance in this game, I'm going to scream, I'm going to cry, and I am going to spontaneously combust. Do not bring insurance back if Second, we are getting We will combust which, together. Which, yes. By the way, because um, Koichi Mugitani was confirmed to be working on this game by Takahashi, mm -hmm. and that's aka Choco. And Choco's done like mechanical designs, and you know did designs for X Xenoblade Chronicles. Didn't he II also design the ESs? Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know if it was necessarily him because I think there was. Uh, I think that was June. Uh. Ika. Oh, the Xenogears Mech guy. Oh. Okay. Okay. See our Mech episode for details. Uh. But yeah, I just think it's interesting that Choco is involved, but they haven't revealed the the because he's apparently worked on key art for xenoblade 3 but i'm like but they haven't revealed that yet i'm like hmm 
I don't what see y'all mean? thought we escaped the horny and then we we're gonna get horny art from Choco. So be uh, careful. Don't be talking too much true. about that. This Choco is true. Choco, yep. Yeah, I am pretty sure I recall that Choco <clears throat> mostly just designed, as far as the Mexican cross, he mostly just designed the Aries, from what I remember. But I could mm. be off on that. I just—it's mm. been a while since I looked, so my memory's fuzzy. But um, I was also going to say, in that uh, since you brought up the Mech thing, I did see a few things that kind of looked like um, big bikes, kind of like. In the background, in some of those uh, scenes where yeah. the armies are like running at each, at each other, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking at those like, are these like the mechs and Xenoblade X? Can they turn into actual mechs, at, mm-hmm. like from the bike to a mech? Can they do the same thing? Are they there? <laughs> you know. <laughs> See what's gonna happen. Everyone's gonna get a mech. They're all gonna they're gonna like raid a military base. We're gonna get mechs, and Senna's just gonna be like, mm, I'm okay. She's gonna stay on her little Segway hammer. um next i think is a topic that uh, feeny has been really looking forward to talking about and that's the uh flutes that uh noah plays would you like to kind of talk about that feeny the coloration that that has to be an intentional choice okay like were there any other flutes in the trailer there was see. other flutes, but they uh, they had they were more brownish. They were yeah, different. There were a bunch of people the one that Mio had, had, it was like the one Noah has, but like white instead. And then there's the yeah. one that the blonde person has as well. And then there were just other neutral looking ones. Mm-hmm. Like the one Noah has, its coloration and the design looks very similar to Gaina and Kukai's label. Yeah, and I it can't does. get over that. What? <laughs> I said. I said. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's. Like, sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's one of those things where like I I get it does it's got some similarities, but I'm just trying to like understand like that's such a random thing to pull from. Maybe right? they just like, looked at old pictures and were like, "Oh, look, this is cool. We're gonna yeah. use that on the flute." <laughs> but it <laughs> like, also kind of kind of looks similar to like the the Monado uh, pattern a little bit too. It, yeah, what I got from it, the a lot of the key art and like the title screen of Torna has those types of designs on like the corners and the vignette, and I was like, "Ooh!" Especially with some of these characters having that very Tornin and Japanese aesthetic, I'm like, "Hmm, interesting." See, that makes more sense than where my train of thought was going because oh, but, it was but, going. No, you're fine because I, yeah, I, I remember <laughs> seeing pictures side by side. And it's like, that looks very similar to his lapel from Zeno Saga. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's interesting. None of us should feel bad for ever wanting to relate anything to anything within this oh, like yeah. overall series yeah. because they do this shit on mm-hmm. purpose. <laughs> All the time. Oh, yeah. So now we have a game entirely focused other design on that. decision like that that's just random. Uh, yes. Like yeah, like I mean, if a Xenosaga character is going to return, it's probably not gonna be Gainan, let's be honest. It's gonna be Cosmos, Telos, Chaos. City Cannon time. The, any of the party <sighs> members, any of the major it's, villains. Yeah, it's probably Gainan's just gonna be like the the waifus, but if Chaos ever comes back, I'm gonna scream. I mean, honestly, while I would rather Cosmos, I really do think that if any character were to come back, it would be Chaos, but I... eh, we can get into that in a Xenosaga-focused episode, I guess. 
Yeah, but anyways, sorry, Fini. Go continue, continue. (laughs) They're good. But, like, I don't think Gainun is going to come back, obviously, even though that would be, like, a heaven for me. Like, you all know (laughs) how much I love him. Yeah. But, like, (laughs) that coloring, that design, that has been just, like, floating around my head all day because I can't stop thinking. Like, it was probably a coincidence. It, it's probably more connected to, you know, more important characters in Xenoblade. But, but, I am going to be thinking about that flute up until release day <laughs> or until we get more information. Wait, actually, Feeny, I can backpedal off your idea. I just had an idea. Um, that flute is black. Guinan represents, what is it? They're the, like, four horses. The executioner, the right? yeah. Yeah, Honestly, the... if we see a fourth, I would not be shocked if they're trying to go for a similar theme, especially, and I'm not going to go into this part, a lot of people are trying to connect it to Gears, especially since Project Noah and all that stuff. If they're sending off souls to the afterlife, there could be actually something to do with that. I wouldn't be super... Wait, wait, wait. There was, wait, there was the, the one that looks like the Ganyan one with kind of black. Yeah. Then there was mm-hmm. the, the other one of the girl was white. Mm-hmm. If there's a red oh. one, they're definitely trying to reference the same what? shit as URTVs. Let me look at the picture of the the one is that it... the blonde guy has is almost like a bluish green. So I don't know how much that theory holds up anymore. Maybe oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I feel like that looks like an NPC those, though. though. Yeah. Him? <laughs> I don't know. Like, he looks yeah, that, that kind, was, he looks like he'll be a flashback like a type character. character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I have a very out there theory about him coming back and just being like this helpful <laughs> PC, but he comes back yeah. and it's just the PS2 model. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they didn't have time to make too much new stuff. Guinan gets the same. <laughs> thing. I mean, he looks handsome enough already, so. There we go. See, they yeah. didn't see a need. Xenosaga had great graphics. Mm-hmm. Well, I especially mean, the the third one actually had really great th- graphic. Like, it really did. Yeah. Um, really yeah. quick, my dog oh. Cookie says hi to everyone listening and hopes <gasps> that you have a great <gasps> night. Cookie, night, Cookie. Hi, sweet. Hi, Cookie. Um, yeah, speaking cookie. of the flute, we can kind of segue into our next thing about the soundtrack and how it's going to have an emphasis on flutes, and it already sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, that soundtrack. We are, we already talked a little bit about it like early on, but yeah. 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 That soundtrack sounds already amazing. I'm like, mm. <laughs> So far, all my thumbs are up. So. <laughs> okay, we already said that for the next bullet point, we already said that pretty much Mio kind of looks like Nya-ish. Yep. But, uh, but there's also the oh no, this the mask, is something else too. The mask character who is <laughs> obviously well, I, I think I think it's obviously her. It's just that uh, in that scene she has a different outfit with the mask. Probably. Well, oh, you think that's Mio also? Is what you're yeah, I, I'm pretty oh. sure it's her. I, I was, was thinking that Mia. as well. To be honest, like when I oh. saw the trailer, and I know like. It, they're very much just like, oh, is it Nia or oh, is it Melia? I was kind of thinking to myself, you know, there's a chance that it's probably not those two because 
you know, let's be real. So they the like to bait and switch you with this kind of stuff. In the case of the media looking one, um, like that one, like I feel like there could be a chance or it could be a descent. Yeah, I could definitely believe Melio could could be in this. Like now that I've taken the time like time to think about it because but, I mean uh, she's a high end yeah. Tia. Yeah, so, they you know, last could, longer. They last a well, long time, so, so she technically could... um a lot of the flesh eaters that we saw we only because like for example uh cole was a failed one so that's why he's mm-hmm. aging and dying right do yeah, we actually have proof that flesh eaters too. can yes but also do we know this game is past 500 years and i'm honestly yeah. kind of hoping it's not her um but i mean i don't know it's it's something yeah, we really i'm can't like prove either it's, way. it's one of those things i'm not gonna make a call about that right now. I yeah. want to wait to see when this mm-hmm. game takes place. Can I also, say my actual theory about that? Also, yeah, Chris, I it. just want to say that I didn't mean to like refute your point with that. I just meant to say, no, you're like, fine. he still lived a long time, right? So, yeah, it's not oh no, yeah, but we just saw him at so, the yeah. end of a life cycle post failed experiments, is what I mean. We haven't seen yeah. a actually, actually, yes, we have. Um, what's his name? The little blonde boy. Uh, oh, Mikhail. Um, we yeah. see Mikhail 500 years later after that because mm-hmm, he's true. relatively young and he was human before. So at least less than 100 years after the Torna War, he became that. And he lived for a good amount of time. So it could be. But what I act sorry, anyways, what I actually think is maybe the case, I think, especially because Mio, let's be honest, looks very similar to Nia. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a reincarnation, like a Princess Zelda type of situation. So it's like a forced role on certain family members. Maybe she's supposed to be the next in line. Um, we do only see said masked woman and her with that type of core crystal. Or it could um, be that Nia found another partner than that awakened ooh, core crystal. Ooh, ooh. Right? Oh, sorry. I was just has never happened in Zeno Gears. I, I was gonna say Zeno Gears. Oh, it's a yeah, fake. Yeah. It's a fake. Yeah, it's a fake off situation. Oh my god. Honestly, oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. It's, it's Can you explain that for us, non, um, who played that game? Uh, there is a, I don't even okay, know where to start with it. Huge spoiler, but there is a big reincarnation cycle for Faye and Ellie in Zeno Gears. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, um they, well, they keep being reborn in like every era basically and uh, yeah i mean you could go there with that for this game mm-hmm. and, the, and the reason i was thinking about uh the, the mass character is nia it, it, i know it might not be just like the mass other character might not be melia it's just their voices sounded very similar to their original voice actors but maybe mm-hmm. i was well over on that uh, the person harder. could be Melia actually sounds not even like Melia from the first game. It sounds like the version of Melia from Future Connected. Everyone's like, why does she sound like this? And now it's like, huh, yeah. is she older? Huh. And now well, I'm kind of like, hmm, I wonder if this was the new direction they were going with combined with, you know, Jenna Coleman being possibly, 10 years older. Possibly, mm-hmm. yeah. But also on that, um, just about if it is them, and I think I said this in the chat somewhere, it's not in the notes, but especially with how the old games have handled grief and living with grief, I really could see them doing something where both of these people outlived all of their friends and they are just living in a world oh. of war and strife and pain. And they have just turned. I mean, honestly, these two people look very cold 
in this trailer. Um, they're not as mm-hmm. bubbly or friendly. Well, mm-hmm. Melly is not exactly a bubbly person, but you they looked very war-torn, if anything. Mm-hmm. So if they are yeah. doing it, I think that's maybe what they're going for. And that makes me wonder, or not wonder, obviously, I just said what would cause that pain, but like, they're going to show it if that's the case. And they're going to make us want to cry because we're going to find out mm-hmm. that horrible things happen to our party that we fell in love with. And that's... Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah, I think that would be very strong, and the, I think uh, that's also a very high possibility. Yeah, but yeah. So what? Dr- so how much grief do you have to go to to want to save the world? Which I mean, Zeno, I already have the answer. All the other games have done it, but how much grief do Power these two girls have friendship. to go through? And then, it, but then it's just. I mean, hopefully, we'll like be able to convince them otherwise if it is that this is going on. But how much pain and loss do they have to go through to abandon what they wanted to do to help people to then starting wars over what looks to be wars over resources? Chris, you don't understand. Power of friendship, yo. (laughs) You know what? Racism over. Power of friendship. Y'all, even kids, stop fighting. But but what's the power of friendship if all your friends are dead? Yeah, that's that's exactly what I think it's gonna be. You friends come and like warm your heart and then like everything becomes lovely again. Noah just gives a power of friendship speech as these two masked people are about to murder him. They're like, you know what? You're right. And then they just smile and take their mask off. Uh, Watch somebody who's like very convinced that that's, that those are like Melia and Nia go go back and just look like look for an NPC named Uni in the, oh game, my God. In the earlier game or something. Oh my god. I just had that so, thought and I'm like that's that's kind of hilarious to think about. So, uh, oh no, what happened to my I, audio? Uh-oh. What? Oh. What? Wait, can we hold on like two seconds? My oh. audio just got weird. It's not going through my headphones. Okay. Well, you're you're still recording. Yeah, it's still <gasps> recording. Oh, I know what you're talking mind. about. I hear you through your head. Okay. Oh, now it's being weird. Hello. Oh no. We. It's okay. Hello? We hear um, you. Um, we I hear you. Hmm. I gotta say quick. I, okay. That I gotta go to Ooh. bed now. I have work in the morning. Oh, I'm okay, sorry. Okay, sounds good. That's fine. Glad to well, talk thank- with you guys. Yeah, thanks mm-hmm. for joining mm-hmm. us. Bye. Have talk a good night. night. Don't Take care. We'll try not to. Okay, I think um, I'm working now. Sorry. The only thing, though, I'm worried about is uh, she just left, but is it still going to keep the audio? I think it's going to stop where okay. she got done. At least I hope that's what it does. Yeah, because we never tested that before. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, we didn't. Nope, and you know what? I forgot to run a backup. Oh, oh, shit. I have a local backup for mine, it's looking like, if that helps any. Okay. It does. What It also looks like it does cloud backup, so worst case scenario, we can ask them to get on there and get it that way. I th- mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Well, yeah, well, okay, let's just keep talking we'll finish the episode and then we'll figure it out afterwards yeah yeah on a side note i i noticed that like the sound levels are not appearing for me usually they do but they uh, are i see yeah i see them Uh, my sound levels actually also seem lower than everybody's am i quiet by the way no Uh, you're not you're fine okay cool just making sure
Yep, same with me. I just wasn't sure, but it looks like it's Okay, fine. so where were we? Can we talk? I'm sorry. Can we talk about the core crystals so I can segue into something? Sure. Yeah, I, think I that mean, was we nice. mentioned them yeah. earlier, but go ahead. Oh, well, I, I just saw them on here. So I guess we we already pointed out that uh, Mio has a core crystal that looks like the Blade Eaters, or not Blade Eaters, mm-hmm. the Flesh Eaters core crystal from Mia specifically. Um, but then we have this other girl, Senna. Um, she has a very normal core crystal, like a blade core crystal. So while a bla- a flesh eater, you can obviously rule out them being alone because, you know, they're a flesh eater. They do not need a human there to maintain their power. That's not the lore that we have of blades. So we're noticing that all of these people and even Mio. So maybe they aren't exactly flesh eaters and it's just that the core crystals look like this now. I don't know. Um, but my theory with the Ouroboros symbol, especially since Melia, oh, hang on, no, let me not get into that train. Uh, Mass Lady is talking about it in a very negative sense. I almost wonder if that is a power source that all of the people from, what is it, Agnes that they're from? Yeah. That Agnes are from. Maybe that is how they power blade weapons. Um, if we see Tyon take his turtleneck off and he's got one too, maybe it genuinely is a country of blades. Or blade descendants, or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. But whatever it is, the person leading the other faction does not like Ouroboros. I think that is very obvious what it is. I don't know. But that's some deep symbolism if we're going into that. Like, there, there's a lot to. What's what's the word? Not to unpack. There's a lot they can do with the concept of Ouroboros. Does, Gears doesn't go into that, does it? I wonder if, like, uh, well, I mean, there is a, there is a giant creature in Gears feeding off the world. I wonder if this is, like, some Zanza stuff going on with, where, like, maybe the, the Flesh Eaters are now, like, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, some kind of environmentalist thing, almost, where it's, like, they're harmful to our world now. We must get rid of them or something, for all I know. I mean, Ouroboros. Yeah. It could be something like that, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people kind of jump on the bandwagon of like the sender. I think I mentioned this earlier um, that the two characters as what is it? Send offs. What are they called? Offseers. Uh, offseers. Offseers. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think that it, it one translation that we saw uh, had like it was basically like it's suggested to be like coroner like almost. So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like helping the souls of the dead move on is what I'm getting from it. So I almost yeah. wonder, especially because Xenoblade Two, you had the whole thing with like the cleansing of core crystals and like removing them from the flow in order to like feed one thing to make it grow bigger. I genuinely wonder if maybe there will be something where either they are rescuing souls from that type of existence or maybe accidentally contributing to whatever it is that is going on. And I would really like it if there was a giant moral twist of what they've been doing this whole time has been accelerating whatever negative force is at play here. But who knows? That's that's one of those things that is genuinely just theory. I We have nothing really to yeah. actually base that on past, oh, hey, snake eat snake. Oh, hey, giant Xenogears references everywhere. Okay. <laughs> but basically, from what I'm getting, they're Yuna from Final Fantasy X. Yep. People die I, and Noah dances. I, or well, plays flute. Or both. I don't know. <laughs> Alright, should we move to the next bullet point? 
Sure. So the next one was uh, how we noted that uh, the desert area looked a bit like the one from the Zillblade Cross with like the trees and everything. Like it looked very similar. And we were also, I remember yesterday, we were also commenting like, oh, is, it, is this area going to have this uh, thunderstorm electrostatic stuff happening in it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Electromagnetic storm. Yeah. yeah. That would be funny. I, yeah, just on the world in general, I almost, I, honestly, it would not hurt my feelings if they find a way to tie some stuff from Xenoblade X into this one mm -hmm. a little it, like, I, I feel like I, they will design wise anyways. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, even if it leaks into the story a bit, it wouldn't bother me. I, I feel like maybe it would some people, but like for me, I'm just like, eh, if there's anything Xenoblade X in there, I'm, I'm going to be kind I'm going to be pretty happy with that probably. Uh, the other bullet point we can probably skip because it was like uh, when we did not have the, the world above yet, like I had written it there. Uh, Cena has a core crystal. Yeah, we mentioned that. Wait, can I say something on the last point? Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. Yes. No, go ahead. What uh, is it? You, we were talking about like connections to X and stuff, and there is something that I have heard. Um, but in Xenoblade 2, we know that in challenge mode, the Nopon, what is it, Arch Sage, he's translating mm -hmm. for the two of them. So we know these two universes speak different languages, but they're talking. Perfectly fine. So while I'm not saying this is related to X, because I I'm on the boat that I don't actually think this has any real connections to X, even though a lot of people are jumping on that. Um, there is the chance that something is maybe translating for them, like how Mira does. And if there's mm. something lore-wise just explained about how these people are able to converse, even though they're from entirely different universes, even if it's as simple as like how the languages came to meld together. I'd be very interested in that, but I'd also love for there to be some like magical ether thing that just makes communication possible. That would be very cool, to be honest. I mean, if I, I feel like if it is connected to X, that it's like my in a minor way. I don't think it's going to be like, oh, and here's the thing that you wanted from the cliffhanger in X. I or really hope like not. I, I as I much as I want continuation, like as much as I, I want continuation, we'll... I don't want it that way. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I would feel about that if they full on did continuation that way. It, it really, it really depends. But I, I, I see it more as like I, I'm just happy that there's like a lot of design wise things that remind me of X. That like aesthetically, I really like that. Mm -hmm. Especially and the I, outfits. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. for sure. Ugh. And if there's some gameplay stuff from X, well, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take that too. Bring oh. back the weapon trees. I know that they have weapons in their art and they're probably not going to change weapons. But if they could have like two or three weapon trees that they could swap between, like, for example, three different types of hammers. Maybe one's like an axe. Maybe one's a big bulky hammer. Maybe one dual wield axes. I don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. That, or, that would be or... nice because we're with a smaller party, but without a weapon system like X, I almost it's not like it would be bad. We enjoyed Xenoblade 1 and other games just fine but i would love for them to be able to carry over that customization somehow mm -hmm. okay so this is major speculation but hear me out <laughs> two skill trees for each weapon because they're trick weapons that switch between two different weapons i've actually been thinking about that especially okay uh what's really her name cool. Ye Uni? is it Uni or uni 
I imagine uni. it's uni. Uni. Um, uni. I genuinely think, while it looks like a staff, I almost wonder if she genuinely swaps between gun and lance and gun and lance. Or not lance, uh, staff. Yeah, Especially like because I was wondering... A lot of these. Yeah, a lot of these looks like they can transform. Yeah, because genuinely... I really don't want to go back to an arch palette. I know this is probably not really in speculation theory or speculation territory. I don't want to go back to an arch palette and being able to swap weapons like how X did, but it changes the art. So you can just swap between those arts by changing weapons. I think that's a very good middle ground. And I really want them to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I guess it depends on what you mean by arts palette, but I, I think I would like no, it. Like if, the, the, the traditional skill, one, like the, from the Xenoblade X. Things oh yeah, yeah, like down. where you have to scroll through it instead of it yeah, where it's just like eight or ten of them on the bottom. It's so yeah. much better in two, where you just pick the blade, pick where between just, three like, arts, toggle. pick the blade, yeah. and if they could do it, because I don't remember what the Y button did to be honest, but if they could make it where you can just have four arts for gun or whatever it is, and four arts for sword or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah like so exactly. instead of switching basically between your blades, it would switch between the weapons and when yeah. you would have like specific skills attributed to that and be able to combo with stuff. I think that would be actually really good. Like Xenoblade 2, yeah. but like with weapons. Honestly, X already kind of tried to do that, but it just didn't split the art palette. It kept it the same. Yeah. You just could yeah. swap between them and it would charge certain moves faster, for mm -hmm. example. Yeah, that, and that's the thing, like, X even had a swap weapon button, so I don't know why they, they it doesn't make really make a lot of sense that they couldn't have, unless, well, it does in some ways, because you can actually just go with all arts from one weapon, you don't have to have, like, a yeah. balance of four for this one, four for this one, so I get why they did it in a way, but it would have been really nice, I feel like, if they had just, like, let you assign them to buttons, like, the arts to, art palette to buttons, instead of, like, having to scroll through the menu. All the time you know, it'd be kind of interesting. That was very it, nice into how they did that. What'd be kind of cool is if they allow for weapon switching, right? But they mm -hmm. incorporate that into the canceling mechanic. Please, I would love that. please, like really, let me shoot really a bullet, cool. swap in, go for mm -hmm. like a sling, a ghost slinger, or whatever it's called. Go that into would, the oh my god, that would be like they could do kind of like what they did in Torna, where you, you could swap between characters mid combo and then have that be you swapping between. Your Ooh. weapon styles. Yeah. That would be like fully RPGifying Bloodborne mechanics. They could also so have like cool. switch arts even. So you could do yeah. the canceling, but then they have special arts for the switches exclusively to the canceling, which would motivate people to do it more. Because I noticed as that big of awesome. a feature as it was in uh, 2, or at least the doing it at the exact time, maybe not like the canceling, like the weird like frame perfect stuff, but... If they could incentivize it more, not just with faster recharge, but for specific moves, that would be nice. That would be really, really nice. Yeah. Really listen cool. to us. We are designing this game well. Listen to yeah. us. Yeah, we're going into a lot of game. speculation here. But <laughs> I'm just saying, mechanically, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Which I can't wait until we get our first look at the, the battle system. E3's not too far. I have a feeling we'll see it. Probably outside of E3. Really? They'll, they'll likely be another direct. I, I think there'll be another direct. Yeah, they usually do another direct around E3, like sometimes after or before, and that's where they do their announcement. They don't really participate with an E3 that much anymore. Wasn't Xenoblade 2's first combat shown off at E3? Yes, but after after that, they kind of stopped going at E3. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, to be they fair, kind of Sparta was smaller. Definitive Edition was smaller. So I don't know. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the yeah. future brings. I think it depends on if Nintendo goes to E3 at all, because I think last year and the year before that, they didn't go. They just had their own thing, and they were like, meh. There was we... three houses, I think. Not not three houses, but the... the What's it called? Is it three? No. It, the the sort of thing that they do where they do a live oh, around that's tree E3 time. Oh, treehouse. Treehouse. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Treehouse, yeah. They always do presentations <laughs> at the same time. It's just a matter yeah. of whether Nintendo is actually going to be there. Yeah, but I like yeah. I don't know if they're actually gonna be there because well, let's, they let's they kind of ghosted like twice. What let's I was gonna say on. is what you know it'll be yeah. kind of cool. One more thing, and then we can move on. It'd be kind of cool if we get a Xenoblade Direct. I wonder if that'll happen. Yes, oh my that. god, Probably. yes. Especially like look at two. They had to do a whole one to explain the political setup of the place. Yeah, like I could see that, <laughs> especially because this mm-hmm. game, a lot of Xenoblade 2's like political stuff seemed to be more in side quests. This only has the two major factions. I could see them diving into that a lot more. A lot more. So yeah, I could see them doing a whole direct, even if it's just for that. Yeah, I could see it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the next few points. This is a few things that we already mentioned. Uh, so uh, there is one other thing about the mix that I, I think like we, we talked about initially the other day just like outside the podcast but i don't think we've mentioned yet here is um the the ones that just like straight up look like the mech on like the metal face and such yeah particular yeah mechs. did we actually talk much about that no not think. yet that that's the that's where i was going actually but oh sorry thing because <laughs> because uh we spoke about the other ones on the side of um the, the the white-ish ones that looks a bit more high-entia technology, but we did not go into the ones that were on the technology side that were Mechons. We did not speak too much about those, but they do lo- look exactly like Mechon, and there's even one that looks like literally a metal face. <laughs> I almost wonder if what happened is, because, you know, there was a giant war with these things. Maybe yeah. they just scavenged over the years for the pieces of them and built them into their own mechs later on. Maybe. That was Which, that's kind of metal, not to make a pun, that's kind of metal. Um, but... <laughs> <True>. <laughs> metal face in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, he was on wheels, wasn't he? He does have wheels. <laughs> Actually, wait, about those mechs. Hold on, hold on. Uh, people notice there's a Zohar on one of those mechs, actually. Oh, the one with the that. wheels has a little Zohar symbol, like, under its face. Huh. What? Oh, I need to... I did not... Wait, what? I need a... What? Are you... Hold on. Picks, Let me... picks or... Yes, yeah, send yeah, send on. us some Y'all pics. Can keep talking for a second. Let me get this picture. Hang on. We need evidence in this court. Um, <laughs> yes. Wow. We're we're demanding <laughs> evidence right now, right here, right Where now. Was it uh, Aha! That was actually a surprisingly easy find. Unable to copy <laughs> image preview. All right, if you say so, Discord. Hold on, I'm coming. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Discord in. has been very uh, <laughs> iffy with the links yes. tonight. Yeah, you expect me to believe this is real, huh? Uh, what did you post? This. Okay, Look at zoom in on that chest. I'm sorry, that looks like a whole ass like conduit. Let's see this. So oh my god, it looks exactly like yeah. the Zohar. No shit. Oh, oh my shit. Holy There's crap. There's Zohar. Yeah, oh that is. That I'm sorry, I doubted like you. That one. See, y'all yeah. doubted me. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Honestly, sorry. I thought 
I thought you were talking about this one at first. <laughs> Holy shit. And I was like, shit. I don't see it on that one, but And like that one that one, the shape and the details in it, it looks like so close to Zohar. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It looks like the um which which one is this? Also, I love how the little part leading to the wheels looks like the looks actually like the Monado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got the ring like with like the light in it like, and all. It straight up looks like not even like the conduit. That actually looks a lot closer to like the Zeno Saga one that has a lot more. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. That's why I keep saying the the actual Zohar. Takahashi. <laughs> what what you doing over there? I know you said Zeno Saga failed profit analysis, but what 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 you doing over there? <laughs> Takahashi and the chipmunks. <laughs> like Jintoki is Dave Takahashi. <laughs> just before I spread misinformation and pure comes for me, Takahashi did not say that it failed profit analysis. That would be the CEO of Bandai. <laughs> Uh, was, was, yeah. I'm not gonna say a name. It wasn't Takahashi. So, that was Katarada. Or... Yeah, it wasn't the CEO. Yeah, it, was, it definitely yeah. was not Takahashi. Please do not. Wait, it was think Harada? That Takahashi had anything. Yeah, yeah it was Harada. Harada. Yeah, My it was bad. Harada. It was Harada. Harada, was, Harada was mentioning that on Twitter. Don't ask. Yeah, me exactly. For Harada. Harada. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you, thank you for that, Chris. Yes, Seriously. thank you. I that was not a, that. That was like the whole trailer. I was hiding to see if I would see anything Zohar related, and like I did, never saw it. And then there's just this that was like under the mech. Like what? I think it's like the tiniest frame that you can actually make it out. I only know because someone showed a screenshot. I didn't oh. find that myself at all. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, interesting. so we have the Mechon type, and then I, I, I do agree it looks like Hyentia stuff, but if we're going off of the idea that these are the two worlds melding, if we have Mechon stuff, we can assume they came from the Blade 1 universe. Well, I, I mean, we don't... I it's closer... Hmm? I was just going to say, I don't know if we have to go off the idea that it's the two worlds melding, because they kind of straight up said... Mm-hmm. That is the that is the I mean, blade, and more that is so. Yeah. I don't want to be. It's less that I don't want to say that, and more that I don't want to oh. straight up say these people took Mechon parts and these people took parts from the Praetorium. Gotcha. Well, it looks like stuff in the Praetorium. Like it looks more like that than Alchemoth stuff to me personally. But also, they didn't have much tech by the time of Xenoblade Two at the Praetorium. So then I'm like, why? But then we see those ruins. Uh, I think it's the place that everyone thinks looks like RFC. We see straight up like high entia ruins and architecture, and it does look slightly different. So now I'm like, where did these mechs come from? And however much time has come, because like the mech on the robots that Kev, is it Kev the robot people? I'm sorry, I keep forgetting. I think that's right. Keeves. Yeah. Okay, Keeves. Thank you. Um, it's very easy to jump to the conclusion that they use mech on stuff because you know it's it's literally there, but. If we're following the logic of each of these worlds taking technology from their world, there's not really that much in 2 that matches that up. A lot of the techie stuff in 2 was from the world tree um, and was very much like sci-fi sci-fi. Like, Mechon are very fantasy sci-fi, less like traditional mechs and stuff. Meanwhile, you have fucking motorcycles running you over in the world tree. Like, it's it's a very different aesthetic than the robots that we actually see them using. So I'm like, ooh, what what happened? That 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 has a lot of implications for the in-between to me. And I hope it's not as simple as just they raided the Hyentia tombs and got those robots and used their parts. But yeah. we'll see. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a Zohar, so y'all go crazy. Woo! Okay, but <laughs> um, aside from that, uh, how about we talk about yeah, the? the oh, yes? sorry. Oh, I was going to say the uh, the two Nuffon characters that showed up in the trailer. Yeah, that that's where I was about to go. Like, the Afro Nuffon looks like a shonen protagonist with an Afro. And, like, the other one next to him looks like it, it could be a magical girl Nuffon. I don't know. <laughs> Because she had a little, she had a little uniform and stuff. Yeah, somebody said that she looked uniform. like Nurse Joy. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The vibe I'm getting from the first one, at least, if anything, maybe Rex is like a legend, um, and he's like dressing up after he's him. Dressing up to be like Rex. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, be honest. I want to be Rex when I grow up. Real. That's a <laughs> yeah. wig. That's yeah, entirely yeah, a wig. You cannot convince me otherwise. Yeah. So like. I don't know, and, but people are like, it's Rex reincarnated. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. Like that is a much <laughs> like what you said is a significantly more plausible explanation than simply, oh, Rex just became a nupon. No, I, I think it's really just the nupon is like admiring Rex legend and just wants to be like him, mm-hmm. especially that like. Rex was pretty close to Nopons too. Like they had yeah. an Opal in their party, so it well, could very well be that. he was associated with the trading guild. That too, like it could very well be just a descendant of whoever people that worked with him before, and like he just wants to dress up as Rex. I just had a thought. Does anyone is the term Hereupon used at all in reference to Rex? In too, like, do people acknowledge him mm, as such? Because he is so closely associated. Oh well, I don't, not, I don't think so. But it, it could happen in the future. I could see it happen. Like, yeah, that kind of the vibe that I'm getting is that he's like <laughs> the hero of legend just passed down because of his association with the no part of the trading guild, and this is just some weeb ass cosplayer just out here with an afro. Well, not even it's not even afro wig. It's more just Rex's amorphous blob of hair spikes, but. I don't know. I also people are writing them off, thinking they aren't party members, like playable party members. I don't know. I could see them going for more than seven party members in this game, so I could see both of them being playable. Or mm-hmm. worst case, one of the six party members is marked for death. Oh, let's really that. hope that's not going to happen this game. But it's happened in yeah, let's, most let's of the not. games. If something happens to my boy Tyon, I'm I'm going to be oh sad. we riot. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely not him. I'll stop the game. We riot, yeah. <laughs> if anything, um, I will say Lance looks slightly marked for death. Um, I did get that vibe, um, especially since he's in the beginning. I'm like, oh, oh no. So I'm hoping but, but they wait, don't. But yeah. wait, the protagonist could have vision of the future and save him, oh, just God. like she'll save Ray. Okay, actually, about that, about that, about that, about that. Uh, so. When they brought that back with Xenoblade 2, I was like, okay, it's not Rex doing it. It's Pyra doing it. And they did it like once in a cutscene, and then the rest of it was just like a passive battle skill. Please don't bring back Future Vision. It was fun the first two times, but I actually think I would be kind of bored of it this time. Um, If we're going to do something, let it be. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it personally. It just feels like a bit too much of a. I wouldn't say a plot device. But I feel like the third time it wouldn't have the same impact at all. Or at least just change how it works. 
Yeah, like, they could they could use it, use it but change it. Yeah. Yeah. Because Xenoblade like Vision works differently in Xenoblade Two than it does in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm not even talking like gameplay. Like, think about the way in one, it's used as a, a plot device for Shulk and his anxiety and stuff. Um, and, like, the inevitability of fate and trying to change your fate and stuff like that. And two, the one time that it's used plot-wise is just to point out that he fucked up, basically. Um, they they see what they can do, and then it's like, oh, you brought her out while you're at your lowest? That's it. Um, it doesn't really use it past the, the passive skill. It's not really used much in the story at all past that. Um, so it's not like they reused it the same twice in a row. But mm-hmm. I would like something new. And I know they can do something new and unique. So I trust y'all. I trust y'all either way. But I would like for that not to come back personally. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I seem to be in the minority. No, we get you. So we get okay. you. It's all good. But yeah. Um, did we... Uh, what, what else did we have, actually? I think we've actually... Besides the transcript, I think we've made it through every point. Okay. Yeah. Well, I oh, have wait. Yeah, we did. Uh, we okay. kind of touched on the timeline of it. Uh, like, in vague comments. But what are we... If this... Which is... I'm, I keep saying if... How long after the ending of Xenoblade 1 and 2 are we thinking this is? Because I see a lot of people think it's like 500, thousands of years. 500 I think years. It's probably going to be 500 again. 500. I mean, I, I, 500 I is the meme answer is all I'm telling yeah. yeah. Yes, but honestly, I also could genuinely see this much develop. I mean, if this was a normal world that didn't have access to a giant tree full of technology, I could see it taking 500 years to reach this point. I mean, I could see it, but honestly, but, I, I don't think the numbers like super matters. Personally, oh, it really doesn't. It really. I mean, does I mean it. it's fun to fun to speculate on a little, but uh, I would say like uh, two of the type of memes that seems to be very potent in RPGs either two hundred or five hundred years. So I would yeah, go with one of the two. I was thinking. I think I was even thinking maybe a hundred. Yeah, because it makes yeah, it more possibly. likely for other characters to be alive. The long lived yeah. and, and also, I can see them using that. Because also the fact that they this there's this whole new world with a new name with two completely new nations that that also seems like Technology a lot of time. Certainly come a long way. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you look at the if you look at how our world works. I mean, countries get rewritten and reculturalized all the time. So it's not out okay. of the realm of possibility yeah. when war is. This at is play. true. This is true mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Either way, I am very curious to know, and I think however long it has to do will determine whether or not the stuff I mentioned about big revelation scenes earlier, I think the amount of time will really play into whatever that is going to be, personally. Um, I think there's a lot of lost history here, maybe, that they're going to be going after, which they kind of do in all the games. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, with the melding of two cultures from two entirely different universes, I can see them diving a lot more into that than before depending on how long it's been, how long stories have been able to be retold, told wrong, transformed from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we start wrapping up? We're well, pretty much well, getting I, I close to, to I really wanted to get in one more thing that I kind of okay. thought of like a little bit last minute before we did, because there was a part of the, uh, there was a part of the trailer where they just showed the care, each of the characters running through various locales. Mm-hmm. And I know that we discussed like the overall like of the world, but there were, there were a few that were pretty interesting that I wanted to bring up. The one that Sena is running through in that one scene, 
which I actually posted little yes, shots that I the, took like, of them. Yes, the, like, Metal City? Yeah, it gives me both, like, a little bit, like, Alba Cavanich from uh, Xenoblade 2, and it also gives me, like, Agnirath vibes a bit from Xenoblade 1. Yeah. Like, with the way things look in it, and I just kind of wanted to, like, point out how cool that was, and just, like, how that looked. I Also, just, like, the mood of the city gave me a little bit of, like, a... Like, the color scheme maybe felt, like, in the sky and stuff felt a little bit like the... Orion City that the name escapes me right now. Is is this but, the place that's in the sky with the rails? Because if you look in the back, it almost be. looks like those are like almost like islands rather than like mountains. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh talking, I think which, that is. Which one are you talking about? I'm talking. So you know the picture with the rail image. Then we have the city you're talking about with Senna in it. If you look yeah. in the top right, those land masses, you can see oh. the sky underneath some of them. I wonder if I this that. is that floating city. It could be. That could be. That's, like, really interesting. Especially yeah, if we're comparing it to Agniratha and we're talking about Xenogears connections and, like, the higher people. Oh, wait, actually, when you go to the image of her... Oh, yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. The sky I think you're color. right. Yeah. It, that does look about right. Okay. Um, All right. The, the other shot that I had shared was just a, a, the one where Lands is running, and it, it looks like... It looks similar to that same desert area uh, mm-hmm. from before where we saw, like... It looks very close to like that desert area that like Neo is shown running through, um, which looks to be like the fallen arm thing. So that may be in there. It might be a different area altogether that just looks very similar, but I get the feeling it's somewhere close by that. Um, and then the last shot that I got, which was the one that was uh, Uni was running from, because, well, I mean, we can also talk about the one that Noah is running from, but honestly, that one's feels pretty straightforward that that's the grassy plains where you can see like the makana sword in the distance um the one that uni is running through looks is interesting because it reminds me of like um noctilum or yeah the jungle noctilum area mm, with like mm-hmm. the um the waterfalls and all but i and also that mech in that i i really love the design of that mech uh, yeah. Partially, it reminds me a lot of like Zufarg from Xenoblade Cross, like because it's Wait, got the legs. There's and the also big, that one like disc shaped um, thing to it, and I think it's in the the Noctilum looking area. There's that other mech that straight up gave me what's the name of that unique monster that we all ran up to and it scared the ever loving shit out of us. That's just in the water. Does anyone remember <laughs> the that name? It's, yes. it's one of the Zedoms. Yeah, it I gives me that vibe so strong. There, yeah, there was there was a few mechs in the trailer that like were straight up looked to be shaped a lot like the Zedoms, but we we yeah. see a lot of that in this series in general, where a lot of enemies are like very different enemies, but they have a very similar shape to enemies from the past series. The reason I brought Things them like up, that. I almost wonder if they're going to be like hidden. Like, they're going to be things that are recovered more so. Almost like, I can imagine them just being, like, defensive sentries or something like that. But like, I recovered would love and repurposed, it if it's possibly? Like, huh? Like, recovered and repurposed, yeah? No, I was thinking more like, um, like, they're deactivated and you just find them in the world. Like the Z-Doms and oh, yeah, yeah, and Noctilum. And these, I mean, Grant, this looks like it's in a cutscene. But I would love just stumbling across random giant-ass robots that want to murder me. Bring it back. <laughs> well, I think that I think that uni one was actually gameplay. Honestly, that yeah that looked like she's just running towards that thing. You know, yeah. Which There's actually, also something else talking- on the water there, and I guess maybe part of it I might be thinking this too because 
it's a multi-legged robot sitting on a pool of water, and in Xenoblade Cross, you fight Zufarg over that giant lake in Sylvalum. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's really like giving me, evoking those same vibes a little bit. But if it were in Noctilum instead, you know. Yeah. Like so in there, the jungle. Or... So there is uh, one more uh, bullet point that you haven't mentioned, Chris, that you uh, made, right. you know, took a painstaking amount of time to uh, put together. Modelith, listen, get get close to Tatsuya Takashi, all right? I, I got a few words for you. You gave us a game that was mostly, from y'all's perspective, not for everyone, we have a lot of women who are into the woman of Xenoblade 2, but let's be honest, Xenoblade 2 was mostly made from a very straight male perspective. Um, give us more of the gay shit. We got Morag, we got Bridget, we got their love child. Give us more of the gay shit now. Now. <laughs> It's not a question. This is not a request. Now. <laughs> Y'all have 24 hours to respond. From the posting of this episode, not from me saying it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> also, oh, please leave good. Soraya Saga alone. Thank you. Yes, yes. yes, yes. Le- leave her alone. Leave any of the devs like mm-hmm. alone. Let mm. them work on their thing. And, you know, don't harass them. Yeah, Takahashi, I'm not actually going to harass you over this, but also give me the gay shit. I will show up at your house. <laughs> Please, no. Yeah, but oh, I, I... Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna call Cena to bonk to bonk Chris. The thing out is, Takahashi, <laughs> you're kind of um in a in a rough spot because if you do give us the gay shit, Cosmo says Chris is gonna still come to your house. <laughs> Except that time, huh? I'll probably thank you. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're, we're sending out a lot of mixed messages, but we love you, Takahashi. Maybe he should and find the right Aga message. Everyone that works on these, he days. knows the right answer. He knows what he needs to do. <laughs> but no, uh, I I will say I'm very excited about this game. So, I honestly great. going into this, especially during rumor season, because blatantly a lot of what I heard rumor wise was basically exactly what happened in this trailer. And mm. before I saw it, I will be honest, I was not very optimistic. I love Xenoblade 1. I love Xenoblade 2. I was not sold on the idea of continuing things in said world. And then they proved me wrong. Like they proved oh. me wrong about Xenoblade 2 needing to exist. Um, so, Monolith, I'm sorry I ever doubt you. Um, you guys have control over my <laughs> life at this point. Um, and thank you again. y'all. I, y'all I think they have... I think they have control over my wallet and my life. Same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. Because yeah. who knows if we're even getting a special edition for this? Oh, Ooh. not even a special edition. Who wants to bet we're getting a Torna-style DLC, considering how well that did? Yeah. I I will buy everything, and I want the collector edition. Like, I, I want everything, because it's Zeno, and I must need... I need everything. No, I will end. say, if we do get a special edition... Don't pull that crap you did with Definitive Edition where, like, you gave Europe the, like, much better set. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's gonna happen. I know that's I gonna, know happen. gonna happen. And I'm gonna have to import it again. I hate it. <laughs> oh, actually, I will say, I think I said this before the podcast. Uh, Nintendo, if you're listening, instead of a pro controller, give us really nice Joy-Cons this time. Really nice Joy-Cons or a really nice exclusive Xenoblade 3 I Switch. S- I still love my Xenoblade 2 pro controller, though. It's very nice, but I like having more of a console than a controller for special editions, personally. Mm. So it's just a personal personalization thing. Whatever they do is going to be nice. Though I will say, I'm not a fan of green and red. So 
maybe go for a different color combo, but everyone else loved it. So that's me. That's not the design yeah. itself. I like my pro control. In fact, that's the main control I use on my Switch. Same. But oh man, if they do like a limited edition console, that's dangerous. Dibs. Everyone's Dibs. getting an OLED. Uh, of course, it's Dibs. dangerous, man. We're all Dibs. gonna become like V, and we're gonna buy a billion. No, no, Switch. I'll just be, I'll just be one ahead of you all, and have three, and you'll all have two. You say this <laughs> as if I didn't steal my boyfriend's Switch when he got an OLED. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're racing to the third switch b let's go oh, oh my mm-hmm. gosh if you were I mean, to see all the 3ds's i have no competition <laughs> i'll oh let you gosh. win there i <laughs> i'll let you win there all right um, is there... there's more merch all right do we have any uh last uh comments before we wrap up Aside from being super hyped to no oh, end yes. and not knowing not knowing what to do with my my brain that's going like crazy in all direction all day, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just hyped, man. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I don't. Up and take my money. Just oh, I on. do want to say thank you, Monolith, <laughs> because the first Xenoblade Two trailer it did give us hints, but there was a lot more to like vaguely theorize about with the Xenoblade 2 reveal. Yeah. This is a lot more concrete and I don't feel like we're all going in a million different directions with what we're thinking unless it's about certain things. I think it's a lot more guided this time and there's still a lot of room for surprise despite that. Um, yeah. So good job. I think you did a very good job of doing this. Mm-hmm. Here's oh. some hand clapping. Well done. Well done. <laughs> also, yeah, I don't... Th- oh, go on. Sorry. Thanks again for sending us on a lore wild goose chase with this trailer. <laughs> Thank That's you true. for Project Noah 2.0. Um, Y'all are making I don't, Zeno fans go wild. Yeah, we didn't mention, but this game comes out in September. September of this, this year. year. I, mean, I was really surprised by that. I was like, oh, oh it's going to be December, like usual. I'm like, oh, no. Well, Actually, weren't the others... Weren't the others uh, all released kind of in either like spring or fall? You're asking like, me to remember I, that far back. Well, so uh, what I was going to say is that this year in particular is kind of a cool year because this year is the 10-year anniversary of the North American release of the original Xenoblade on the Wii. Mm-hmm. And it's also the five-year anniversary of Xenoblade 2. Yeah, it's and, Xenosaga's twentieth anniversary. Yes, and yes, Xenosaga's twentieth. That, that one's painful, though. That one's yeah. painful. It's a short point that I should have mentioned earlier, but it segues off of what we just said. The fact that Xenoblade is releasing in September and already the dub sounds a lot better and more consistent and better directed than the one for Xenoblade Two, which has all sorts of mess behind it because of Nintendo's release cycle. I want to say that it does seem like Nintendo is giving more leeway and creative freedom to Monolith in general, especially yeah. with deadlines. The fact that they can release this in like September versus it being a holiday title is really nice. Um, go yeah. Monolith. We love you. And oh, we love the fact that you have of like games. releases. Um, did you guys see that the video games award even tweeted about this? Oh, really? Did they? I didn't yeah. Know that. On, on Twitter. Cool. Oh, and, hey, now it's going to be, you know, yeah so i was gonna say time. now this time it's actually eligible for an award no oh, excuse you know what that's probably excuse. exactly what the fuck happens that's no excuse. i wouldn't say that's the exact time, reason so eligible that's probably a good factor in why it's not december at least you think um, so May I think and now not September part like I think it was already oh. planned to be somewhat there 
But like a lot of no, what I, I heard rumor wise last year, huh? I meant you think that's a factor in it being released earlier to get on the Game Awards? No, I oh, just okay. more so mean it missed out on a lot of nominations because of its release time for a lot of different things. Um, so I almost wonder, because a lot of the rumors that we were hearing back in like September or so is that originally before COVID, it was meant to be a winter title last year. Um, and also COVID would have been slightly after they had not slightly after it was two. God, Xenoblade two is three, it's five years old. This is messing with me. Never mind. My point hinges on me thinking that it released three years ago. (laughs) It doesn't feel as much like that when they released like, um, both Torna like the year afterwards and then yeah. what like two years later I think but to be to be fair like, we also we also have two years that went into the void months. with the pandemic so it's easy to yeah. be like was it two mm-hmm. years three years five years ago I don't know anymore <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right <laughs> on that note wear y'all's fucking long. mask yeah I think that uh, that's a uh, probably a good place to stop um yeah. all right uh this was really fun uh thank you guys for talking about this uh with me and uh thank you for listening everybody i hope you uh watch that trailer a million times and get as excited as we are mm-hmm. um and uh have a good night, Bye. All right. night. take care folks Fighting in order to live and living to fight. That's the way of our world. Ionios. Tell me, what would possess you to side with them? We're fighting because there are enemies to kill. I refuse to believe you're him. I knew it. I saw this coming. You are, you're not enemies now. Fine for you, isn't it? All that time you've got. You could try, try to move forward again. How can our lives be so snuffing little do you? They're not your friends anymore. They're his fuel. Sword March. The land pierced by a great sword. It's the only way you're gonna defeat the real enemy. Whatever life is lost, I won't let you soldier it all alone. What good filling up these flickering clocks in our eyes? It will never replace the friends we've lost. The flame clock, it has to go! Uroboros abhor this world. They must be erased without a trace.